0: everybody. Welcome to Frame Trap, your gaming in-depth discussion podcast. I'm the host, Brad Ellis. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Michael Damiani. What's
1: up? I got all the sips.
0: Oh, you got all the sips, all baby, the sips. from all Panera f- Bread. All the sips. <laughs> the tea deal. <laughs> uh, joining us this week, we got Mike Huber. Yo. And Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Stacked panel this week. Yes, it is. For a stacked episode. <laughs> yeah, it Disney is finally... <laughs> too many damn video games. It is finally time to talk <laughs> about Starfield. We're going to get into all that good stuff. But before we do, please check us out on Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. If you'd like to support us, it would mean the world to us if you'd head on over there and show support if you can. But if you can't, it's all good. We're just ha- great. Or happy to have you as a listener and a viewer. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, please leave us a nice review on podcast services. If you enjoy the show, we'd greatly appreciate that. Also... Uh, thank you everyone for sending in questions as always. I cannot take every question, but I appreciate them. I read them all so thank you Boys yo let's start little icebreakers. Okay, great. Gallant not goof is running. Hello allies I wanted to thank you for helping me at work Recently our team has grown larger and we as leadership Have been thinking of ways to make sure voices are heard and to make sure issues are resolved and spirits lift in the faces of sometimes stressful work I decided to implement keep it up and sort it out segments during our (laughs) bi-weekly meetings to discuss issues We've come across recently and to also acknowledge things our team has done that we appreciate The first meeting went very well and multiple uh, complaints were uh, were heard and resolved and acknowledging each other Was indeed uplifting. Thank you guys for providing us the framework for some great team building love and
2: respect
1: So did not expect
0: that when we made this segment. That's amazing.
1: That must be so cool to go to that work. That is crazy. Like yeah. you like, sort it out. Sort, sort it out. out. Like, do you have like a little no. note? And you like, copy machines yeah. sort, yeah. so, sort it out PC load yeah. letter. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Damn. Well, glad we could help. That's cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this is from Danky Kang also. Just want to let you know that I love you all. And I hope that I age as gracefully as you. I'll, we'll take that. That's yeah. a nice compliment. That's a hell of a compliment.
2: Wow. Yeah. Gracefully age, man.
0: Yeah. Fine wine. Yeah. yeah, we're getting old so we'll yeah. take it. All day
2: every day. Vintage now.
1: Yeah, we are vintage. <laughs> Definitely. vintage. We're retro. Vintage. We're retro. And I saw someone say that people need to stop using retro to describe old things cuz it what it actually means doesn't like work. What is the what's so that? You say like retroactive or retrograde. It's yeah. like that. It that's not like correct. Like classic or vintage is a more appropriate. Hmm. I was like, come on, like words words evolve in like sl- yeah, in yeah. slang. <laughs> it's like it's a slang word. Retro games. It's it's slang. Yeah. It's not literally saying retrograde games. Like, like India. Come on. It's slang, yeah. I guess.
2: <laughs> like what is slang?
1: Indie, Indie, when we talk about
0: games. Oh, <laughs> triple, triple I. Triple, triple I, I is, is our, I. yeah, triple I is the way the to triple go for I. us. <laughs> All right, Starfield, it's time. We're going to have Damiani kick this off, because we're going to cut this out, actually, into an individual segment. Something we're going to try out. Sure. So Damiani, please take it
1: away. All right, hey, uh, we're here to talk about Starfield, um, this massive game <laughs> that is just like dropped into our laps. Um, you might be wondering where the uh, the review is. It is still in the works. Uh, easy chilling, kind of put a three-ish oh, yeah. days, kind of like, bam, no time to play it. Mm-hmm. And this game is is massive. I'll say that it's very massive, and so trying to do, you know, a thorough job, try not to just like beeline it. Through the story, trying to spend time doing all the side activities, so it's time to get a little bit in depth here. So, if you're looking for as close to a re- of a review as possible, this is the place to check it out. So, listen up, here it comes. You've been waiting for this. Let's get into it. Woo! All right. So, yes, this is a, this is a massive game. Um, to be to, to be transparent, the only other uh, Bethesda uh, games that I have touched in this vein. I played a bit of Skyrim. I tried out Elder Scrolls Online and bailed. Okay. Um, but the, So I wouldn't really count that. And I played a tiny bit of Oblivion for some nice. project. Um, and I think I liked Oblivion more than Skyrim in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, cool. uh, how? Uh, I was very intrigued by Skyrim. Uh, I was liking what they were doing with it. And that also could just speak to like I hadn't played any of the previous Elder Scrolls games. And also I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. I got to a part, like I, I did like the first Dragon, like, there's a part where the first dragon came down, I was like, oh shit, like, yikes, like, what do I do here? Later on, like, second dragon encounter, I was fighting some mage outside a house, and a dragon came down, and they started fighting each other, so I like, oh, things can, fi- oh, enemies can fight, oh, this is sick, so, like, this was constantly like I was, like, I was really inca- like captivated by this world, um, but obviously like fantasy games done a lot, you know sci-fi games also speak to me. Like I love fantasy, sci-fi. So here comes Starfield, and space, I'm like, Tom here John. we go, you space, love space exploration. Which is funny because I never dove into No Man's Sky. <laughs> oh, I think wow. there's something about Shocking. just procedurally generated stuff that I kind of tune out. It's hard to get me invested in that. Um, also, yeah, the, the original. Launched didn't go over well. I was like, let me hear what other people have to say. I know it is in a much better spot now, but as we said, you know, cataclysmic wave of yeah. content just don't have time to, to sink enough time into what I think would be appropriate for No Man's Sky. So I'm like, you know what, Starfield. Here comes a chance where a I can try out, you know, uh, uh, a game from a company I don't generally play from Bethesda, um, and you know, spacefaring RPG. So you know, this is something that kind of like intrigued me, and there were a lot of people like. The narrative was kind of going back and forth with this game. So, you know, Microsoft, people saying, you, you, I think you even said he were like, this game has to do well after, oh, like, yeah, the Redfall, yeah. you know, kind high of, like, stakes. stumbling out the gates. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, high stakes. I'm like, you know what? Let me let me see how this is. Like, that wasn't really factoring to anything, but, like, I was also very curious to see. Um, and, yeah, I, I've put in just over, like, 65 hours into it. Healthy. Um this game has so many moving parts to it, uh, but I will say it has a lot of what you've come to expect from these types of Bethesda games. Like if you played Skyrim, you're gonna. If you played Fallout, there's gonna be a lot of familiar stuff here. Mm. Um, and they do the. Uh, they do do some new things. Um, I think it is best described as you have like the RPG systems where you're like doing your character, making your choices, just just. Deciding which path you want to follow. Do you want to go down this quest line with this NPC introduced? Do you want to stick to the main story? Do you just want to go out and randomly like explore a planet and maybe there's some thread that starts there? That's all there as well. And managing all those perks, all those, like, you know, your gear. Oh, my God, like Encumbered. Okay. <laughs> I forget how Encumbered yeah. works in other oh. Bethesda games, but mm-hmm. how it works in here. This is the first big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an oxygen system, on even on planets with like 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 an Earth-like planet. You still have to deal with the oxygen. Yeah. It's your stamina meter, basically. Once you deplete it, you start building up CO2 for the same amount of, like. so it's like half a circle for your OT meter. You deplete it when you're like sprinting or jumping, and then it goes to the CO2, which is like a red meter. If it fills up, you start losing life. Whoa. So you don't move slow or anything like that. You just start burning through your stamina and then start losing life. The other penalty is you cannot fast travel. You cannot like fast travel on the planet. You nice. cannot warp to your ship, and as in your ship, you cannot just like make. Gr- yeah, Wait, you but have. How
3: does encumber impact the oxygen level? Because the oxygen is happens whether you're encumbered or not.
1: Yeah, so it's just constantly. It's constantly going. So oh, it constantly. So if as long way? as sorry, as long as if you move faster than a like a slow walk. So there's sprint. There's fast walk and there's slow walk, like the analog stick. So if you move past a certain speed, it just starts depleting your oxygen, hmm. no matter what. Oh wow. When normally when you're sprinting, it just, it's, that's when it Got starts it. depleting oxygen. You can like walk fast normally and you're totally fine. Like nothing's wrong with that. Unless there's some kind of like environmental hazard or something, then right. you're fine. So that's really how it works. The biggest issue is, to me, it's more of a pain in two situations. One, when you want to fast travel, it's like, oh, I just collected all this shit. Oh, what the hell? The ship's so far away. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. So it's like, what do I dump so I can like, get back there? Or you're in a heavy combat situation. You can't sprint. It's like, uh, I need to sprint to get away and get behind cover or jump. And it's like, it all adds up. And you're taking damage, you're trying to like heal, and you're like, why am I still taking Oh my god, I'm like, yeah, like I'm I'm like I'm accumulating CO2, I'm screwed. I gotta find a point to like bunker down and regain my oxygen so that I can like move again. So it's something you don't wanna be caught unprepared. You don't wanna like stumble into a situation where cause most of the time it's fine. It's like just walk, you know, casually, you'll be fine. But around a corner, you know, there might be like an enemy encounter if you're going to another objective. So it's best deal with that and they do give you ample ways to deal with it but still it can be a little annoying when you're like very deep into a mission and it's like very deep like in a cave of a planet it's Mm -hmm. like there is nothing to, to Dispose of this, other than dropping it. I, I was like, I want to either sell this stuff. These are resources. They're, they're, everything has a purpose for an ext- to an extent. Obviously, there's the dumb things like tissues and all that. You can mess with bread, but like you have bread your bread. healing stuff, and not just like for like HP, but like there's status ailments so you got to yeah. deal with, like like poisoning or burns. radiation burns, and certain med packs heal certain things, and you got to deal with. There's also like uh, buff stuff, like there's this thing called amp, which makes you like move fast and Increases your oh, like, is jumps. It like jet or
0: whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Same kind of thing.
1: Like all of these. Different does your ways character you go? Yeah. Well, no. We it, it. <laughs> it gets like this, like kind of like halo effect on the edges of the okay. screen. Um Yeah. There's other. There's stuff that like can help you with like your skills. There's one that increases persuasion for like two oh, minutes or twenty minutes. Okay. There's something that does increase your your carrying capacity temporarily. So like if you had that, oh shit, maybe this will bail me out. So and then you got like your helmet. Uh, your jet pack or your sorry, your boost pack, and your suit, and those have different stats as well, like different types of offensive, defensive stats against, and then various attributes. Like you have, you have stats that protect you against like radiation, heat, um, other types of exposure, and then they have like their bonus stats under there. And you have your weapons. There's so many different types of weapons in this game, and all this can be modified as well. You can go to there's a, there's a crafting system in this game. You can craft new mod parts. You can craft new like health packs. You can craft food. Yeah. The, you, the yeah. basement of of uh, yes. the main base is like you walk down there and it's like
3: oh here's like five crafting tables for different things. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <Well>, and <laughs>
2: we're talking about yeah. uh, gear and loot and items, Damiani. My Biggest complaint. Oh, yeah. Usually, of, uh, yeah. Well, one is picking up trash, but two is, uh, you know, how meaningful is this loot when you find it? Did you find what? Is it mostly just crafting for that stuff, or did you
3: find? I mean, enemy, like any enemy will have.
1: Literally everything, and like almost everything, even like dead corpses you come across, Mm -hmm. have a bunch of stuff on them. Yeah. Um, as you play, you'll get used to a lot of the names. Um, like obviously credits, that's your currency, your economy in this game, Huber. Yeah. Anytime you go over something, you see credits, immediate grab. Yeah. Um, ammo, ammo doesn't take up any. Uh, it doesn't take uh, any mass. Mass is how you become encumbered. Um, so it's like anything has mass accumulates toward that. No ammo has mass as far as I understand. So any ammo packs, you just want to pick them up because. Ammo can be a problem in this game if Sick. you're not like keeping on top of that. Everything else yeah. is either. Especially if you favor yeah, right.
3: specific weapons, right? Yeah. Like you might have a bunch of ammo for a weapon that you aren't Don't really use. using, you know. But you switch over to it because, like, I'm out of laser yeah. charges or whatever they are.
1: That's very true. I will say I kept a variety of item- of weapons on me at all times because there's That's such fun. a wide range of ammo. Um, there were ones I favored, but like you will burn through a lot of mm-hmm. them very quickly. So. Like one of them was like, oh, we got like 200 rounds, and it's like an assault rifle, and it's like few fights, and it's like it's all gone. I'm like, oh crap! And then like, you know, then there's like shotguns. There are a bunch of different shotguns in this game. Um, there there was one that was like a le- so they have their like you know basic like epic, rare, legendary. Like mm-hmm. the golds are the best. I got like a gold shotgun, it's like old fashioned double barrel, Sick. but like only two shots, and like I couldn't afford a mod to increase the the magazine for yeah. it. I mean. And then I found a better shotgun. It was more like a riot shotgun that was like sick multiple rounds, (laughs) like committing explosive rounds on it. So I was like, "This is more my wheelhouse." Even though it did less damage, sometimes you got to look at those perks because it's not just raw damage. You got to take like this is like armor piercing. It's good against like Mm -hmm. mechs.
2: So exploring and discovering that stuff was fun throughout your journey, Damiani. That's really my the only thing I care about in this this game. Like Like, if the story is good and like it, it. I, I'm rewarded for my exploration. A little bit Did more you complicated that? than that. Yeah, on on yeah.
1: basic missions. I feel like it's it's just combing through trash a lot of the times. So there's okay. useful stuff, but I, I was just like, man, this, this is a lot of the same stuff. Like I didn't always come across something like very interesting, even like weapon wise. Yeah. That being said, there are some rewards at the end of those, especially some optional stuff. The coolest one I'll do. Uh, uh, I want to shout out this one. I was even I didn't even get this as a side quest. I just ended up overhearing something um, near a base about something called like the the mantis and I'm like what the heck is this mantis thing I'm "I'm on this planet I went to this random military compound I'm like they're talking about this mantis thing and like I find a document I'm like oh secret base okay I'll go check it out so I found a document and it said like read the document so if you don't read it you won't get the quest so I read it got the quest I'm like okay like got a quest through my document go to this compound and I come across like the sickest like gear set in the game this mantis Dick. Looks badass, and I got their ship. Amazing! And I was like, "Dude, okay. wait, what? I All got
2: a ship, and you were on a random planet. You found a document. You, read, yeah. I went to this base, amazing.
1: infiltrated the base. No amazing. one's alive, but like, it's amazing. got automated defense systems. Cool. But then there are just as many quests where it's like, here's another one of these like basic weapons, and it. so it's hit or miss.
2: Pretty much, it's but, yeah. But there it goes, are some it really goes awesome back moments. and forth. Like cool, there cool. are
1: some really good highs in there, yeah. um, but at the same time, there's like, man, it's just more of the same, more yeah. of the same. Yeah. Yeah, more for filler sure.
0: kind of feeling. Yeah.
1: More filler or just like not special. Mm. That it feels a little bit more formulaic. Sure. Um it it was almost it was almost like, man, I kinda like these one-off missions that mm. pop out of nowhere, as well as a lot of the the factions. There, there, are definitely factions in this game. You can choose to ignore them. You can choose to try and sign up with them. They have their own quest line. I think I told you a little bit about this Huber, but I went down the uh, kind of like the the Old West factions, the, the Rangers. Hell star, yeah. Right? yeah, the Free Star Rangers Sick. on a planet called Aquila, <laughs> and it's like looks like a cross between like an Old West town and Moss Eisley. Dude, and you start sign by up. showing up, and the marshal is trying to deal with <laughs> like. A, a bank heist Dude. gone wrong, where they're holding hostages. Oh my god. And you just, you just you try and step in and deal with the situation. So you, you can try and persuade and talk them down. You can. Uh, that's how I ended up doing it. Like yeah. it was tense. I was like, oh my god! Like I got <laughs> really close. Um, to be fair, like for a little while, I didn't really understand the persuasion system. I thought it was like listening to the logic of their conversations. But each one has a point value, and they show it's green, yellow, red—how likely—and obviously the, the the lower ones have a higher chance of succeeding, so it's like behind this under the hood stuff going on Got it. and there's even a perk that will increase your chance of those succeeding cool. And then you'll see on the bottom you how many turns you have to achieve enough points to convince them. Okay. So like a plus one option will only give you one point and like they start off like you only need four points, but they get as complicated as you need six points sometimes. Mm. Wow. But yeah, you could have, like, that sounds fun. Pl- like, they were even alluding to, like, maybe you have to storm in through the back. So, someone, one of the rangers said, Oh, there's a back entrance. We could, like, you can break it down and that go Immersive in there. And it, sim. It, it, vibe, and you could choose going guns blazing Heck if you yeah. want. And from there, they recruit you and you go down a path where you're investigating why, like, why farmers. Are being terrorized by these kind of bandits oh. and like they're trying to scare them off their farms. Like, why do they want to do that? Takes you down this path where you basically meet this war veteran named like uh Hughes, I think is his name. Uh Colonel Hughes or Colonel something, who's basically like a little bit like I told Blood like this, Bloodworth this, like Ed Harris from The Rock, where <laughs> there was a war that happened before, and they were betrayed basically. Like they were left to die and like sold out, and like they went, like some of them were try tried as war criminals. And so he's trying to get his revenge. And you find out like he's also tied into like a corrupt politician. So it's like all this stuff goes down and like the thing is it's not scripted. Like you can choose to like kill him. You can like hear him out. And then when you confront the politician you can try and like Going guns blazing, you can try and hear him out as well because, like, he, he makes his argument. The apologist is like, "I'm the head of a huge corporation that, like, is responsible for like thousands of jobs. You take me down, this could be in the company. You're ending thousands of lives there as well. So you just, you know, keep that in mind. And he like, you want to take a bribe? What we want to like work something out? So it's like, you can do that. You can be good in this game and be like the lawful person. You can be gray and like, I want to." you know, be good here, but, ah, I'm said with this person here, I'm going to be more vigilante. Or you can just be, like, a complete asshole in this game. I mean, but, like, people, the thing is, people do remember that. There are kind of, like, a main core cast of characters, uh, a group called Constellation. That's kind of, like, the beginning of the game. You're a miner, you come across this artifact, you have this weird vision, and then, uh, through circumstances, you are recruited by Constellation, brought to... Uh, the home, the like basically the new Earth, essentially. Yeah. I guess Earth is no longer inhabitable. Um, and so you move planets and they tell you their missions. Like, we're trying to solve this mystery. Like, we think it's the greatest mystery in the universe about collecting these artifacts. And what did they mean? Cool. And uh, that's like kind of your main plot line there. And those characters. You can stick with them. You can take them on missions with you. You can learn more about them. Um, I haven't been able to romance anyone. There's flirt options, but like, there's no like, there hasn't been like a Mary or anything like that yeah, yet. I think
3: that they're there eventually. But yeah, just like for instance, like uh, Sarah is like the leader, right? Yes, yeah, Sarah's yeah, so the leader. She comes along with you at the beginning. I'm still like very early on. I'm just like basically past the tutorial, but like uh, I was wandering around the town exploring with her, and I walked into this bank. And this banker <laughs> is, like, bas- give, giving you these side quests to, like, hey, we got a bunch of people that owe us money. You know, you go out and, like, collect debts for them. And he's trying to— re- Arthur
2: Morgan do you debt collecting. Yeah,
3: so he's, like, trying to reassure you. He's, like, look, look, like these. I'm not asking you to go, like, take Grandma's purse or something like that. These are all—he's, like, trying to convince you these are all bad people, et cetera, et cetera. You just agree to do that quest? Not even go out and do it. And Sarah's, like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. So it, they react to the, the choices you make like in the moment.
1: It does the thing where like the so and so liked that or didn't like yeah, that, yeah, and like yeah. that can impact like down the line of choices. But like the free ranger thing, the marshal who recruited you, after you go on all your adventures, you kind of have like a performance review. And he'll judge you based on what you did at each point of the of the that quest line, going mm. through all those quests like you handled that well. Oh, that was a little like, you know, aggressive there, like, you know, that wasn't really like the free ranger way or whatever, like, you know. And they, it sounded like they, uh, they asked me for my evidence, and there was stuff I collected and I presented it. And if you didn't collect that, they might. I'm guessing they might have believed you Ooh. about accusing the politician. Yeah, like the politician, like you say, they're the ones responsible for this. Like, how do? You, wait, where's your evidence? And then your options are. It will be anything that's in, like, I think you've earned through skills or your choices will be in brackets. Otherwise, it's just the normal choices. And so, if you've got a bracket choice, like, oh, because of your specialty or because you found something or you said something, that is now a choice you can pick. And I was like, I was able to present evidence that was in the brackets, like, Mm. oh, shit, like, what if I had screwed up with, like, they let this dude go or something? So, those are the questions you're asking. I think the game does a decent enough job about. How could have this gone down differently? Or that you have enough choice. And to me, it never felt too complicated where it's like, man, I, I feel like there's like only like one or two, or maybe even three ways anything could ever go. Not that there were like a million different decisions. Yeah. So like from what I've seen of you guys with playing like, you know, Baldur's Gate, that's obviously like the high end of the spectrum with decisions and consequences. This is a little bit more towards like the like, you know, above average. It's mm. like in the space between middle and where Baldur's Gate is, I okay. think. I would say mass effect. Probably had a little bit more impact in the in the more? choices. Really? Sorry, is... sorry, no, less. Sorry, less. I got it backwards. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah what sorry, I it. a little bit less. So I put like Mass Effect like in the middle, and Baldur's Gate at the edge, and this like in between those two. Sorry, nice. yeah, I got that backwards. Sorry, yeah, for and Christian.
3: and like and and with these things too, like Domina is saying, like you have the factions and stuff, and and some of that stuff you have to like, you know, sort of choose like whether you want to like like when you choose your traits and stuff when you make your character, you choose. You can choose to align yourself with some of these factions mm. before you even know who they are.
2: Oh, it, like that's a background?
3: Yeah, yeah. part oh, of your background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, stuff
2: really intrigues me, all that yeah. background stuff. So, I'm gonna But it was like, interesting day with that.
3: Because like he was saying, like I, I picked Freestar as part of my background mm-hmm. and then I, I was wandering around the first city, New Atlantis, and I walk into this like real estate office and it was like you know, and she's like uh, I was was ask I was asking her like, "Hey, I'd be interested in getting a house or whatever, right? You know, getting a place." And she's like, "No, you're not a citizen of the yep. UC or whatever yep, it is. UC. So, you you have to be a
1: citizen to to get a home in, oh, in town." So, yeah, I started. I didn't pick that either, but I eventually did do that. It's like funny. Like, I want to give a shout out to this mission, even if you don't want to roll the UC. I think starting it because the UC. Uh, first quest is like an orientation mission, which takes you through like a pavilion, a museum with all these exhibit displays that kind of chronicle the last two, three hundred years of history. So nice. it's like good. I mean, other characters you'll learn about this from, but this is a very succinct way to learn the history of this universe, this galaxy, and it like made a big difference for me because mm-hmm. I when, once I did that, like I, I kind of understood. I was like, wow, like I like it's very nicely done. It feels like. It sets the background for a lot of the different characters I've come across in different worlds that have civilizations. It all plays into that, and uh, where I'm at now, it plays a lot more <laughs> into it. So I was like, "Oh, it's really important." But this was like really nice to see how why certain characters have their allegiances. You know, there's like these 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 few wars that happened, and like like the like it's good world building. Like. It's about space exploration and all these colonies that have been settled in the future. It's like, how did this happen? Like, did every every sci-fi movie is like, oh, we just invented space travel and woo, everything's colonized. Whoop-de-doo. Like, they try and get a little bit into the politics of it. They, like, have a thing where there's, like, an accord that everyone agreed upon that said twofold. One, you can't restrict humans from just exploring space because, like, humans don't own space. So, like... It's okay for humans to go anywhere in the in the galaxy and explore. So like you have the freedom to go and explore anywhere you want, you know, Two though, to make sure no group gets too powerful to keep things in check, you're only allowed to like colonize up to three solar systems or something like that. So no one can have like a sphere of influence greater than three solar systems. And hmm. one of the first wars started because, oh, someone wanted to have more than that, and everyone else, like, no, you can't do that. So, you know, people started fighting. And then like more factions started to form, and then like obviously Bigger factions, they have disagreements. So you find out like why some of these groups don't like each other. And I was like, oh, that adds way more context because they were like, yeah, like the the free star, like the free star in like UC having some animosity. Like the these mar, I came out, I had a cool mission that wasn't even a side quest. I just stumbled upon it on a planet where a compound was being attacked by spacers, space bandits. And UC, I think it was UC and Marines were there, like Mar- uh, uh, Mars Marines. It was two military factions, but they hated each other. But they had to force to work together to deal with these, like, bandits that were overwhelming them. And I was like, oh, why do they hate each other and stuff? And then later I got the context, like, oh, okay, like, this makes sense. Like, mm. they had a war against each other. And, like, you know, they're they're, they're, they're kind of still bitter because it was kind of recent. I have several questions for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Well, let's ahead. start off first with the factions. Mm-hmm. I assume there's gonna be factions. If you side with one, it'll cut you off from others? I've not encountered being cut off from anything yet. Okay. So I started as, I went as an explorer, so I had no allegiance Mm -hmm. to anyone. Uh, I was just like, I want specialty to explore and go into space. Obviously, constellations—the first group you join. I don't think you can refuse them. Uh, I don't remember I, if there's a way. I don't know that you could. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. That's um, the main quest. So, yeah, I, I joined potentially the Free- could, but who knows? Yeah, I joined the Free Star Rangers. Um, I then I did all their quest line, finished all that. I then joined the UC. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I joined the UC faction, mm-hmm. and like that seemed fine, but like you can be in multiple factions at once. I don't know if you can be at the same. T- I mean, I started. Yeah, I I, I had two up, yeah, but yeah. there just seem like there, there might be ones that aren't there. There's like uh, like these. The I forget what they're called, but they they rear some serpent god. There's two like there's two yeah. religious factions. Yeah, there's like the sanctum Which of light or sanctum universum sanctum and the serpent religion. And I don't think you can be in both of those at the same time. That would be kind of weird and mm. break like the RP rules because right. they're they're antagonistic against each other. And in some of the starting, when you're doing the world building, it does say if you pick this faction, you are locked out from in okay. the, the perks or the rewards of this. But I don't know if in the game there's a way to, once you start playing, like either betray your current faction to go to the other one. So like, I don't know if you can be in every single yeah, faction, like you don't know if you could finish one quest line and yeah. go to the other one. I imagine you can be locked out temporarily for something or at some point you'll be perma locked out, but I think within the game there's always a chance to I feel like there's a chance to like make decision to like switch sides. Mm-hmm. And you're at least given that one opportunity of like a point of no return. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but as far as I've come across, like I have not been locked out of anything. There's been like no choice that said you can't do that red it out mm-hmm. or anything like that. So but like, I feel like it has to be there because the the logic reasons. Like, how are these? How can you be part of two factions right. that are against each other at the same time? Right. God, ass man. Performance? How is it in this game? This is a Bethesda game at launch. All right. Well, here here we go. And to be clear, you've been playing the Series X version, the vast majority. Yeah, I tried out Series S for a day. Mm -hmm. Um, Series X. um, There was a there uh, was a big patch that just dropped. Day one patch. So I need to like check that out um, on the Series X, which I'll do tomorrow. So like before the review, I'll be able to like check that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will say it has got a. A lot of a lot of bugs. Uh, it's definitely got performance issues. Um like noticeably when you're sprinting, blood I think has seen it too. Sprinting through like high density areas, like cities sometimes when there's a lot going on, it will just like chug for a second. Um, there've been times where it's out like outright stopped the game. Oh, like, like looks a like hitch? it like or, like Full froze hitch? for a second and then it like relo- uh, like unlocks. I've only had one crash. Okay. Um so far, which I guess is Pretty good, all things considered, mm-hmm. but a lot of like goofy ass bugs. I uh, yes. had one where like I think I showed you guys the clip where like uh, there's a cyberpunk city called Neon where an NPC's body just didn't load, so it looked like their head and, and their limbs were just like floating in midair. Yeah. I had one where I went to a quest at the Constellation Headquarters, the Lodge, and no one's hair loaded, so everyone was just <laughs> bald. Um, I had an elevator that had like infinite spawn of NPCs coming out of it at one point. Uh, I had a, a, a major NPC. His name's Sam Coe. Dude, oh, real quick, Sam Co. He has a daughter named Cora, but like, he, but like Coral. Right. He looks like it looks. I swear this is a Walking Dead it's gotta like, be. thing. It it's is gotta be. because it's his daughter, and he for like sure. he, he's like the like, yeah. It's like okay, I think this uh, is a Walking Dead now. Anyway, sure. you're walking with him, and he's giving you like a major. He's giving you story info for a main story quest. And he just vanishes after like three words and the and the, the sentence, the paragraph just ends. <laughs> so it, it, like, The text also vanishes too, so like I don't <laughs> even get it. And there's no log to go back and read what he said. Oh. So I've had stuff like that. I've definitely had, there was one major quest. It's a spoiler thing to say what it was. That was like a big moment in the game. Like, oh, like I was like, this is awesome. And I'm pretty sure The final trigger to complete this sequence wasn't working, and I had to back out of the environment, reload in, and I did the exact same thing I was doing, and it completed. And I was like, "Yeah, I had the same thing happen uh, very early on um, when I was when I went to the lodge uh,
3: with Constellation, and you you basically have like this—you know—after your briefing, you have this chance to like go around and talk to meet everybody, and Sarah was like, you know." Talk to this other girl. She'll, you know, show you where your room is and all that. Yeah. And you no. know, and I and I talked to her about all kinds of stuff. And I was like, oh hey, they, they they said you'd show me where my room is. And she's like, yeah, I'll give you the full tour. Follow me. She just stands there. <laughs> and and nothing happened. And I and then I reloaded. Had to do the whole cutscene of all the explanation of the the artifact and all that. And did the same thing. Like and then like immediately like went to like give me the tour. And then she started give me the tour. Show me the bar. Show me my room. You know and then uh, I had a sort of similar thing where I had to reload a little bit later where like I was just exploring like some apartment building and then I came down the elevator and then when I was in the elevator, I, I coming out I just got it just wouldn't do it I could move the camera but I couldn't walk couldn't jump, couldn't do anything so I had to reload mm. the last autosave. so there's a, like a little things like that parts where you're like you see somebody' just, like in a sitting position just kind of like slide around the room a yep. little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so that right. that type of jank is there. Okay, um, we it, call it, that Bethesda jank. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah the Bethesda jank is there, and it's it's a nuisance. Uh, except for like my one crash and like one have to reload. It's not like. Game breaking, but it is annoying. Mm-hmm. On top of that, this game is just not very polished, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the animations are very stiff in this game. Like yeah, people I've come seen off the as. Faces real, look
2: really. I know there's stuff. been
1: leaks, and like I could say, like uh, some of that is definitely persistent. Um, like a lot of like the main core cast, I think is pretty good, but a lot of NPCs, I feel like either facial expressions sometimes don't match, um, or just like their animations look weird. They mm-hmm. they feel a little too robotic. Also, man, they gotta do a patch for like the the, the camera, the cutscene work because there are so many times the framing is so weird. It'll be like an MP major NPC is with you, so you have, you can bring a companion with you at all right. at all times and then you're talking to an NPC. There's times where the companion just walks right in front of them and the <laughs> framing just shows their face in front of mine, but <laughs> like they're talking behind it. I'm like, wait, what? Who's talking? Or they like to interject every now and then and the camera will cut to them. So many times, they're like they're they're, they're falling behind you, they don't get into the room. So it teleports to like a wall. There's like a wall is talking to you like because they're not in the room. And I'm like, wait, what is going on? And it's like, all right, there, there's stuff like that that is like, this is like, Yeah, immersion breaking for sure. Because they they,
3: Bethesda lets people wander around, but then yeah, Yeah. then they want to talk to them. Um, Yeah, well, some of my well, one of my other one of my things that bugged me was the uh, the just the shopping stuff. Like it doesn't show when you're going to a shop, it doesn't show you. How many of those things you have in like your inventory?
2: Oh, yeah. What the heck? And so yeah. it's
3: like you're going like you said there's like a 100 different healing things mm-hmm. and food items and stuff like that and it's like I need to stock up but I don't know if I even have any of these unless mm. I like pop over to the sell menu and then kind of like go find it and then say okay I've got mm. 30 of these or I don't have any of these and then go back yeah. and forth. And yeah. It's, it's really clunky. It's annoying. A patch the for other one sure.
1: blood you mentioned you had you would have liked them to do this and I definitely agree. Uh, when you're in major cities, there's no mini map. Oh there's right. no map at no all. Map. So you just gotta like get your bearings. I get that. Like some like you should learn a thing, but like when there are multiple major cities and like multiple planets, like I get the planets you don't need to memorize, but there are several major cities And they're not, like, open-world size, but, like, you're going to them for specific purposes. You're not really exploring these cities. You're going to a venue. You're going to a shop. You're going to find an NPC in a place. And it's, like, they say where there are. And, yes, there'll be something on your screen that tells you where to go to a critical point. But it's like, oh, I just want to go buy more, like, med packs. Or I need more ammo. If you don't remember in your head, like, where's the nearest ammo store, it's, like, where is it again? Oh, I have no idea. Like, or your first time in your city, where is everything? They sometimes, they have signs and stuff and you can tr- sort of do that. And how much I played, I'm, I'm getting better at that. But I still would like, there's times like, man, can I just open up some kind of map just <laughs> to see everything? It, even if it's like, you gotta go through it first to unlock the map, I, like just some kind of trade off there because it does get a little frustrating for sure.
0: Frame rate is this a consistent thing that's fluctuating or is it pretty? It
1: fluctuates. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Yeah. It's, okay. I mean, again, it's only thirty frames, um, but there are numerous times where it's like dipping below that. Okay. Like, it doesn't. So it's not stable though. R- not even just like running across like a barren planet. Sometimes, like if, if like there's some like. Uh, there are animals, creatures on these planets. One of them like burrows underground and pops up. There have been times where like they start doing that and like it'll definitely like hiccup when they're do- like they will mm-hmm. spring up right next to you. It's like a little hiccup there. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but like things, things load in because it's like procedurally generated. It's just sometimes something needed to load and it's like, uh well, it's slowing down right here for some reason, even though I'm like mm-hmm. this is a big giant rock. But it's yeah. You'll notice it more in even in closed environments, like in big firefights, it'll happen. You know, every like pretty noticeably. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not running at a stable thirty. Like,
2: oh, good. I'd like to ask about something else if yeah, we're she... done with uh, performance. Any other? Performance? No, I have one
1: more thing. How does it look visually? This whole okay. game. So I think there are some environments that look pretty, like you, you know, good. Um, like. The city, like the like New Atlantis, like I, I like its vibe, especially like that that uh, courtyard, like uh, outdoor area leading to the lodge with those like trees yeah. and like the water, like it, it's very pleasing. And I mean, it looks like a futuristic city, and like neon, like obviously, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven blows it away in terms of like that aesthetic, but it's still a nice look to it. And Aquila, like the old West town, like I thought, like it's got the aesthetic and like it, it has those vibes. Um, and some of the like outdoor environments beyond the cities, like, you know, have some charm to them. Like there's sometimes I was like, that's pretty cool to look at, but a lot of the times it's not very impressive to me. Mm, And the place where it's the least impressive to me is in outer space. Oh, it does not look very good. Like coming up on a planet, like I feel like it, like you get up close to all these planets when you warp to them and some of them just like. I'm like, man, that just looks like a large texture or something. Like it's like I I, I feel like they could have done a slightly yeah. better job. Well, I'll
3: even say that like you know like if you're in like a roof on a rooftop looking out at New Atlantis, like sometimes like if you look at like a lake or something, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, like it'll just the the, the LOD of it, it <laughs> yeah. just looks like some weird. It's, <laughs> yes, it's not like it's not as bad as Pokemon, but like it reminded me of of Pokemon and that like stuff in the distance is like this is extra flat and doesn't have oh, like proper okay. lighting yeah. Did you
1: have it a lot where your ship lands on a new planet for the first time and like you're looking it, it does the exterior so so you get random view points whenever you land or warp to a spot so sometimes you're in your cockpit when you see the landing sequence sometimes your exterior view and when you the exterior view sometimes everything just looks like Oh God! This looks like where 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 is everything? It's so like, it's like it, not loading in. It doesn't load a lot of stuff, and then all of a sudden, just all it like looks nice. Even like the coloring of the planet will be like weird, and all of a sudden, like it gets corrected. I'm like, whoa! So like you kind of like that jarring like sequence there, and yeah, I got up on like a giant like hill on one of these barren planets, and like in the distance, I was like, oh, these rocks don't even, <laughs> like like what is what 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 am I looking mm. at here? So I don't think they want you to have, like, large view – like, like the long, longer view distances, like, it definitely looks worse. But when you're, like, kind of up close and personal with stuff, it looks nice. That being said um, – Like, water in particular does not look great. Yeah. From even, like, medium The distance. water does yeah. not look good at all. Even in interior environments, you're going to start noticing a little bit of the copy-paste look in a lot of environments. Um, in fact, there was one point where there was literally you're in a space like a like a base, like a, a space base, and there's a part where like there's a blown wall and it goes through like a cave and it like loops around, and like I thought I was in the, I was like wait did I come back to the same base because they did the same loop around to like an artifact location like is finding more artifacts like wait it did the exact same thing and like it did like an hour or so ago and i'm like oh oh god is it just like it like entrances the doors that sounds like skyrim yeah to be fair (laughs) like when like whenever we do explore space and stuff like you're gonna use efficient like like parts are not going to be like like look elaborate and complex you're gonna need to that's how like design works so i gave it a pass for a lot of the the environmental designs because i do think while the components look familiar the exteriors a lot do look a little bit varied and let's face it it's like you know it's not like exotic looking it's like more grounded in realism and like that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get stuff that looks believable, but not as impressive visually. But when you get into the interiors, it's definitely, you start to notice things like, all right, this is, like, getting a little bit too repetitive here. Some environments do, like, a pretty good job of keeping it varied, but after, like, you know, like, I think it's just hard after so many hours to keep doing that, and it's, like, the nature of how they generate these worlds and these environments. I'm talking about, like, the random bases or outposts on these, like, uncharted planets. I mean, Mass
3: Effect had a lot of that same kind of issue as well. So What did you want to ask, Uh,
1: Combat,
2: dude. How does it feel to blast people away, and how's the variety and the enemy types and, you know, the balance between stealth and guns blazing.
1: All right. So I did not have any kind of a stealth build. So I didn't mm-hmm. have like any kind of like cloak or sneaking. There is a perk that reduces your sound. So a lot of times when I approach enemies, like they're just going to know I'm there. So it's like <laughs> I got to go in for a gunfight. So my playthrough, it's very straightforward yeah, and upfront. Bl- like when there's a fight, it's blasting. like I have a certain amount of distance for like <laughs> once we cross this dis- this point, it's going to be a fight. Um, and obviously, I, I favor, obviously, favor guns over like melee weapons. There are axes. There are knives. There, I think it's, knives and
2: stabbing weapons. Yeah. There's like another
1: melee weapon, I think, too. Um, and I didn't really gravitate towards those. I did gravitate. you use them? To, did I tried. Uh, cool actually, to, I used a knife at one point in yeah. melee, and like, yeah, dodging and getting in and getting a hit. And like that—that's definitely like a thing you can do. Cool. Um, and if you like boosting that with your perks and, and increasing that damage, that's definitely the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this is RPG. There's a there's definitely something going on under the hood, um, because like, yeah, they have crit shots on like headshots as well. So you're shooting a head. Some will do some damage. Like, there's damage variance for sure. I will definitely say early in the game, I felt like I was definitely up close and personal, shooting in the head, and it like, where, where's the damage? Why is it not like, not that it was like low damage, like, I'm just missing. How am I missing? Like, is there like an RP? Like, the gunplay in the earlier parts wasn't feeling great to me. Later on now that I've gotten a little bit used to it, it's definitely like better. But I don't think this is great, like, gun, like the gunplay is not. The greatest in my opinion there's a lot of like weirdness to it There's like like you're taking cover you're clearly sighting something But still clipping through a little bit like there's one part where these automated turrets I like was peeking to see where they are. I'm like, okay They're over there. I'm gonna hide behind this now and like I'm still getting hit through and I'm like yo I'm literally behind a solid object. How are you hitting me right now? And then like, you know pop out and like shoot it. It's like, okay, fine um, Okay game yeah, I mean, the, and the enemies, like, they don't just stand there, but also they do, like, some annoying things sometimes. Like, they, they, like, will run away. They'll, like, you know, they'll jump up to, like, they, some, some have jetpacks. So, mm-hmm. like, it can be frustrating to deal with that. And I think that's fair. It's part of it. But at the same time, um, there's definitely certain guns I've gravitated towards because they just work better, like assault rifles. Um, like I like whether they're semi-automatic, automatic. Like I definitely like them. Like uh, auto shotguns are definitely really good for me. I don't like pistols. Was never not really mm. d- digging pistols. And like slow-loading shotguns, like just weren't worth it because even though it's two powerful shots, th- like there are a lot of enemies that like that won't take them down. And now like reload, like you some of these reload animations. You like this, Huber? They're varying reload animations. Very some cool. of them are really long, man. Yeah. So you got to get in cover or make sure those shots count. Um, and again, yeah, like ammo. It's like, how many shots do I have for this? And, yeah, you are dealing with all of this, Huber. Mm-hmm. Um, how are
2: the like combat scenarios? Is it like walking into an arena? Guns blazing, like, or is there variety in the types okay. of encounters? Like, maybe in this encounter you have to go for the ads and take them out, or like, maybe this arena has traps, or maybe this
1: arena okay. is way more vertical or has no cover. A little bit of the latter in that. Yeah. So there, there, there the, the the what I've come across is there's some envi- a lot of encounters where there might be like traps, like mines. Mm-hmm. People like uh, storming uh, the so that free ranger quest line. One of them was storming their military compound. And the lead up, up to it, they set a bunch of traps. Um, so you can you have a scanner, so you can scan stuff and like you it, it, the better you have, the better range you have. But like avoiding traps like that. And then sometimes they might have like automated defense systems. They got turrets, they got robots, they got like cameras, security cameras. But there are, usually is almost an opportunity to go to a terminal, deactivate them, mm-hmm. or even turn them to defend you as nice. well. And that's part of the strategy as well. There's also environmental things you can deal with, a lot of exploding barrels. Um, you, so you, you gotta like pay attention to that as well um, some environments are just like yeah it's outdoors so they're just like you gotta deal with the the regular terrain some of them are indoors some of them it's very like claustrophobic some of them they have stairwells multiple rooms that you're going through okay. uh, the, sometimes when you're outside there'll be like a drop ship that comes in and yes. sort of extra troops will come Red- out yeah. cool. there was like essentially one mission to me that for me was like a horde mode where you had to defend for a certain amount of time yeah, and more and more okay, waves sweet. came in so they're like the, There's, like, a lot of, like, context to some of these people. One of them was, like, ambushing uh, uh, a uh, a stolen spaceship, essentially. And it's, like, you had to, like, A, persuade them to Either get on board or their space combat, we haven't gotten to yet. You can space fight them and disable them, then board them. And so, you're you know, you're Too moving from compartment sick. to compartment in there, and they're, they're like dealing with like waves of enemies. Also, the variety of enemies yes, there are human enemies that just have like have different types of weapons that come after you, like you know, they have melee, shotgun, they can use everything that you're using as well. Then, there's the wildlife, they're giant ass creatures that are like. Range from like really easy to kill to like these behemoths. It's like y- you better be careful, they're gonna be charging you, dude. Oh, nice. It's like you better be ready to deal with them because they uh, 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 aggro a pack of them. It's like you're screwed. There is, I'll give a shout out to like variety, uh, example of a good variety. There's one mission. Uh, called the Red Mile. I don't know if you got into that yet, Blood. No, I don't even know if you have to yeah. do it, but there's something called the Red Mile in this game, which is basically like uh, they bet on whether you'll survive it or not. Nice. You have to reach a goal, like capture the flag, and then bring it back. That's and funny. it's a gauntlet of things that you have to deal with traps and like you know wildlife so it sounds enemies. like there's a lot
2: of good variety to the combat scenarios. Yeah, Game I will say though it too. does
1: cool. more often than not though it just comes down to like a shooting match. For sure, for sure. Um and it's uh you 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 to do its credit you can do it however you want. You can go through guns blazing, you can be more methodical, take cover and advance slowly. Or there was one where I was like confused about what I was supposed to do and I think I understand now what I was supposed to do, but I was like I basically have the crit path to the objective, so like I'm gonna find a way to run past everything here because like I'm just getting my butt kicked right now and like this is frustrating. So maybe I can just reach the goal and like lock them out and like that's what I did. Like I found a way to get nice. up there. So there's there's always a way to deal with stuff. But I will say that you'll like this. Cheaper. I played on like I think there are difficulty settings and I played on like the normal difficulty and yeah, I'm dying quite a bit, and health. It does feel like health is very precious in this game Mm -hmm. and like you gotta be careful, ammo and health. And yeah, there are fights where it's like, I lost many times for like, okay, I, I know a better way to do this. I got this now, and then there's some yes. I that were gonna be harder. I was like, "Oh, that was pretty easy. I was able to deal with that." So, yeah, it's not a pushover by by Sweet. you know at all, Hubert. So I think you'll you'll favor that. And that sounds fun. You can even crank it up. I believe. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's, sorry, it's been like almost two weeks and sixty plus hours. I don't remember the very beginning of the game where you. I thought there was a difficulty setting for sure. I don't know if you can change it once you're in, but I think you definitely pick it at the beginning. You probably can, but I don't remember. Um
3: I I want to like I know we've been going pretty long on this, but I do want to talk about the ship combat because I've only oh, seen it yes. in the tutorial and oh like, I'm for curious, sure like how you feel about that and like all, all the right. different power yep. fluctuations you can do. I with will that say
1: stuff. this is probably the most under one of the more underwhelming parts of the game, unfortunately. Oh. Um, maybe they have some grand battle they're waiting to drop on me, but I've definitely fought multiple ships at once. Um, so how it works is you like you can lock onto a ship. And you have uh, – you can have up to three different weapon types. Um, you can have, like, lasers, ballistics, missiles. You can have EM weapons. The whole, like, you have a variety of weapons you can choose from. I think there's, like, six different categories you can pick. And you can have up to three equipped on certain ship models. Obviously, ship type plays into this. Like, just like your gear, you can have multiple ships. And some are more equipped for, like – they're frigate ships, they're for cargo. And like we haven't even gotten into like that stuff yet, but um oh, right. you can yeah, do all this you, other the, stuff. The sim stuff. There's like like sim like resource management stuff, outposts. So you can do ships like that that are better equipped with that. That's also a thing. You could dump your excess stuff on your ship's cargo bay, and they have a limit of how much they can hold too. Otherwise, when they get over the limit, they can't like warp either. Then there are combat ships. There are like tank type ships that can take a lot of damage. There's stuff that are like more agile. So if you like more like more like a starfighter type thing. And Ultimately, it just boils down to can you, you know, it feels very slow moving. It doesn't feel very fast paced. Um, You lock onto a ship and you just like just fire. You like obviously depletes your resources. They'll regenerate like each type of weapon you burn through it. The more you use it and then like you have to wait for it to recharge. But it feels like you're just like spamming everything at once. I mean, there is some granularity to it. Like sometimes. You want to be using this, like you definitely want to take down their shields first before you start using some of your other weapons. So you want to focus on like, weapons that are better taking down shields. And it's just not, that part of it's not very engaging. There is a kind of like a focus mode where it, like, zooms in on the ship, and you can target their individual systems. So you can oh. type in their wep- their different weapons, their shields, their engine, their grav drive. And it's trying to evoke FTL, because you see, like, the bars. And you can do that in real time, too. So in real time, you can redistribute power from one thing to the other, if you really want to get that advanced. Um, you can also get up in the middle of the fight and go do stuff, like, some, like if, if you want to, you can just get up from your, like, cockpit and try and handle something. I wouldn't recommend that, (laughs) but maybe, maybe, you know, you, on you, you have, the ship has healing items, like these healing blocks, and if they're not in the cargo bay, you can't actually use them, I believe. So if they're all on you, it's like, oh, I think you have to get up and, like, deposit them, but, like, (laughs) you probably should have taken care of that ahead of time, because if you're doing that and you're in that dire of a situation, you're probably dead anyway. Um, But, yeah, it it feels like every battle, it's like, I just lock on to one Targeted shields, disable its shields, you know, evasive maneuver, loop around them, target them again, go into that focus mode, and just, like, disable all their weapons one by one, and they blow up. And it's, like, unless they have, like, more than, like, four or five ships, I never felt like I was at risk. I'm, like, man, I'm just obliterating everything. That, this is with the starter ship that you get. I, wow. I did modify it, but eventually I got, like, two better ships. And, like, with that better ship, I'm, like, I'm never scared of anything now. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, like, they're not very... Engaging to me. Okay. Um, and the other thing that hurts it is that the space environments aren't very unique. The most you ever see is like empty space or asteroids around you. And that's like it. I get it. that's mm. kind of space, but like no weird anomalies or anything like that. No battles like in the atmosphere. This is another disappointing part of this game. I know they made it clear you couldn't fly into planets, mm-hmm. but you are only you're restricted to the space around the planet you can't go to the planet, you can't go to nearby objects around the planet. So like if there's a space station that's not targetable, like it's a unique location you can visit, and you can still see it, you can't even fly to it. There's a moon right next to the planet, you can't fly to the moon. You gotta go into the menu and teleport to, like grab drive, jump to it, Mm -hmm. and that's then like you can't fly on planets at all. So it's very restrictive. So the space exploration part of this game is one of the biggest disappointments to me. Does not scratch that itch at all for me. And that kind of trickles into the last thing, real quick uh, uh, planetary exploration. Yes, when I you're going to yes. these uncharted the Huber, you were asking about this. Obviously, a lot of planets have like random outposts, and you might get a cool adventure there. But more often than not, it's just like maybe there's that a way. few enemies, or like there's like some like few documents there, maybe a weapon or something. You go around scanning like a lot of plant life, but and yes, animals the and that scanning kind of part of this to like survey planets. To me, got so boring so fast, and I'm like, I have no interest in this. Mm. Scanning enemies and stuff will give you like details about them, but like more often than not, it's like I don't, I don't have an interest in this. I just like yeah. let's go, let's like the well, the, everything else is like, more interesting. Like just for
3: example, like plants, right? Like to like survey, fully survey a whole mm-hmm. planet, like you scan like these plants or whatever. But it's like it's not good enough to just scan one plant one yeah. time. You have to scan like multiple. Instances of that same plant, mm-hmm. like four times or whatever, to complete that one plant. Yeah, and yeah. then you find the next plant and you scan that four or five times, and the, yeah, and so wow. yeah, that's you know,
2: time-consuming.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that getting kind of old. After yeah, and, and, four and, five and like a fully surveyed plant, like some quests want you to fully survey a planet, but like. The real benefits of like fully surveying a planet, you know, it's just like you know what resources are there, and that's kind of like it so far as I know. You can't improve your scanner to scan from further away and have to scan fewer of those to complete the thing. Okay, nice, nice. So nice. you can reset, but the other part of it is like they have this giant outpost building system in right. here where you can use your reek post, your sorry, your resources to plant an outpost and then build. Supplemental structures. So, like, let's say you want to make a facility to heart, you found a, like this random rock out there, and it's got all like it's got rich in silver and, uh, you know, gold or whatever, and you want to like mine all that so constantly. barren. So, like, you start putting mm-hmm. down like harvesting devices, and then you got to make a, you got to link them to a storage device, and then you got to power those devices. So, it's very overwhelming to have the n- amount of resources to build a competent outpost, and then that's just for like mining. Then you have to like, you, you can make like living quarters for like personnel, and then you gotta like power those as well. And you can get as intricate as going like you know. Well, then you have to have the people. Yeah, then you have the per- to assign. Per- Personnelers don't pop
3: up. You f- recruit yeah. people and then you assign them to your sounds outpost. Really yeah.
1: You yeah. can so could get like, lost in that for a long time. So I, I will give.
2: To so be fair, it's not my
1: cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. It, it, for people maybe into that, it seems like it could get pretty in depth. And every major city has like bars where you can go recruit or like gathering spots where you can recruit new crew members, and you'll see their yeah. specialties. And like you can even persuade them to lower the price. Some will do it for free. I'm super obsessed and
2: into it, Damiani, But it. More often than not nine out of ten times in games. It's just you don't need that stuff You know used to do all this work you recruit everybody you build this thing and you're mining these resources And it's like dude. I'm just I'm just good with what I have anyway
3: uh, or, or like the, the resources you're mining are so that you can put another outpost somewhere else Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's just this weird <laughs> loop in
2: itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah like,
1: <laughs> it, it feels like a time but it sounds really fun to well It's such like, a large RP
2: that the RP of it sounds yeah. really fun.
1: And such a large game, though, to me, it feels like it's a time sink. Other things were calling to me and, and seemed more intriguing, and I was like, I'd rather spend more time in this because, if, if I sunk more time into that, I feel like this becomes like a two hundred hour game or something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what bet. the I hell? Bet. Bet. Um, and like the ultimate goal. Obviously, I'm sure people are going to figure out better ways. Like, oh, I was able to like. Uh, build a ton of awesome mods and make god-tier weapons and (laughs) gear and stuff. But, like, I'm finding legendary gold weapons and gear that are awesome to me already. And I'm like, I don't really need this stuff. And, like, I only made a few mods. I'm like, oh, I'd like to have this. I'd like to have that. There's also, like, a research system in the game. So you, uh... crafting tables we talked about you're kind of locked out from certain things unless you increase the your like level on them and you do that through like research this research terminal and you need resources to contribute to that i got everything like almost to like level 2 i feel like and i was pretty good with that i, I didn't feel like i needed to go any further with that so there this there that is how this these systems kind of play into each other mm-hmm. but i feel like you get by just fine yeah. w- without it and yeah it just Yeah, it just didn't loop into anything immediately very meaningful to me that was paying off in like the story or immediate progression So that's one area for me that like it just didn't feel like worth the investment I'm not gonna say it's bad. It just wasn't worth the time investing for me But yeah, the disappointments the biggest disappointment just comes like anything to do with like space exploration and ship combat and ship management Like You can assign crew members too, but it felt mostly uh me, not meaning like meaningless like like what what is this really doing like I'm not seeing any real benefit other than they're on my ships so I can interact with them if I want to like develop our relationships a okay. little bit more and also I had multiple ships I still have not figured out how to like send out multiple ships so there's a way to do that there's a you can assign oh, your home ship you can send your home ship which is the one you will pilot but every time I go to crew and try like I have the max um there's a piloting skill. That like you need to level it up to pilot certain class of ships. I maxed it out, and like I me I might need to take another look at that skill tree. There might be another perk that's like a commander perk that says you can now command multiple starships. But as far as where I'm at right now, I still have not be able to like send out like I was like oh I'm gonna set up my other ships on like recon missions or just to other planets and like haven't had any of that yet. So sure. even if it is a perk, I wish it was made a little bit easier. And would have factored in a little bit more, like being a, a captain of a fleet or something. It like, sounds like a sick goal to aspire to, and it, obviously it could still be possible. I just haven't encountered it yet. But very, yeah. Just ship combat and like ship exploration is so underwhelming. This game, and obviously maybe like that wasn't communicated well in advance. But in a space game, I don't care if you're calling it a space game. Like I need, I need that level of, uh, 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 I need that, and.
2: That's a fair ask. We gotta get
1: Damiani on Everspace too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's a fair <laughs> <one about> that. <laughs> Damiani, um,
0: so you spent, like, 60 hours with this game. How do you feel about the game overall? How Are you, are
1: you enjoying it all together, yeah. All so, these... So, like, there are things I... Re- like, the Free Ranger stuff, absolutely So, enjoyed. some of, like, the story quest lines. Some really of the story doing. quest yeah. lines I absolutely enjoy. Like, the best things were, the like, the Free Ranger quest line was amazing. Um... Some of the random things I came across, the the three best random things I came across, the Mantis quest line I told you about. That's really cool. Boarding a space station. That was a dude. I was expecting some crazy shit to happen. Nothing ended up happening, but that was still good because it was in a. I went to the space station that was sending out a distress signal, get there it's all like torn apart and no one's there. Mm. And it's like got eerie music. I'm like dude, is a Xenomorph about to freaking pop out? <laughs> like what's going on, is this like Wrath of Khan where we're gonna find bodies hanging in the ceiling? Dude, I was like combing every inch, like <laughs> nervous, like what's Talking going through, on yeah. here? And I had like no idea. <laughs> and then like yeah, like a, a spaceship that gave me like, a, 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 like an email scam, essentially, of like, <laughs> hi, we're selling you ship insurance. It looks like your ship insurance has expired. <laughs> Would you like to expire, and it's like, you you, you you like talk. be like threatening them, and they're like, "Oh, like scare them away." I'm like, "Yeah, get out of here, bud. Like, don't scam me." But like boarding a random like ship that calls for distress, like it could be a trap. It could be legit. Like there was one where there's like a like a a a school bus essentially a space school bus of like students, and I'm like. You're like suspicious first but then you hear all these kids talking and it's like, "Oh, I feel bad for them." And like they've run out of fuel, like they need help and stuff. And like you're talking to them, you're being nice at the end. It's like, "All right, can you give us fuel?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't have any fuel." And like, "Oh, thanks anyway." And I'm like, "Wait, do I just leave them there?" Like they're they're like <laughs> marooned in space like wait what I was like I can't call for help so like there's funny consequences sometimes like just those goofy moments sometimes are just like entertaining in themselves like alright well that hap- that's real life it's like you can be nice to these people as you want but if you don't have like the thing to help them it's like, well, I was like I can't help you sorry uh, bye but just as many times like I, I really like that stuff but like There's just some really infuriating parts of this game. Um, Besides all the bugs and stuff, there's, like, some of this game's writing is just not good at all. There are just, like, logic, like, leaps of logic where a character will be giving off, like, this, like, you have these, like, personality traits. And they will, like, it mostly happens with not the core characters, but with NPCs or quest lines where, like, their tone will just change drastically depending on, like, an answer. It's like, wait, what? You, this clearly was the, like, I said the answer that felt like you were, wanted to hear. Now, like, you're acting like this, and... There's just there's just moments like that where people just like don't behave how you'd expect them to behave, and there's no real rhyme or reason to it, and just it, like immersion-breaking stuff like that. The best last thing I'll finish on to like highlight that point of both like weird-ass dialogue, bugginess, is I was on New Atlantis, walking back to my ship to start a new mission. Didn't want to fast travel. I was like, you know, I'm gonna take my time. And there's a UC guard, security guard, walking by me. And it sounded like he had a quest to drop. He's like, was saying, like, you can pick up lines of dialogue. It's like, that clearly sounds like a quest. Turn to talk to him, and dead face it at me goes, Holy shit! And I'm like, What? <laughs> and so I'm like, Okay, what's going on? And I talked to him, he goes, he goes, enjoy your day, citizen. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I walked away and he goes, <laughs> start walking away and he goes, you cannot expect me to deal with that. And I'm like, wait, why is this, Why is he screaming? And then calm all of a sudden. And I'm like, what's going on here? You're kind of freaking me out, dude. Like, Man, there's that's a, funny. There's like stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, it's there's, there's like, it's the Bethesda jank. It's definitely there. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, you'll get your review out when you get it done. Mm-hmm. Just going to tell you, well, massive game, but good work, Damiani. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. Nice. Alright. Let's move on to Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon. I have been pl- I've played a lot of this game. My review is probably out by now by the time you're hearing this. Uh, this game is really good. Really damn good. Really fun. Excellent controls, man. Controlling those mechs. I know you've played some Nice. You played your couple missions in. Feels damn good. Doesn't does it not? Feels amazing. Feels amazing cruising awesome. around these huge mechs. Yeah. It's like uh, every time I play these games, I'm like, man, I wish they'd make a Gundam game too. Now, like this, <laughs> I just want them to. make They just a shut Gundam.
1: down the most recent Gundam game, didn't they, yeah, But they I mean.
0: was like, I want from software make a Gundam yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no,
1: exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. It deserves that, right?
2: The, yeah. the the guns and the melee and just like combining those, Brad, and how different they feel, like so cool.
0: Yeah, I so mean, cool. if you've never played an armored <laughs> core game, armored core is like a huge point or part of the game is just your. Armored core that you are customizing and buying parts throughout the game, a huge part of the game because, constantly, well, not constantly, but frequently, I was adjusting builds. I'd go to the shop, and because, like, all the missions you do, you get cash, it's a lot of parts to buy, tons of types of arms. Like, I'm in New Game Plus, and I'm still unlocking new stuff right now. Nice, so there's tons of parts to buy new arms, new legs, new cores, new heads, new like chips to like lock on better, and stuff (laughs) like that. New things for like storage and like uh, energy storage. It kind of is, (laughs) but I think it eases you in at a good pace. Like I know you were confused about like you were confused mostly about like two stats.
2: Yeah, 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 just the weight. Because you only uh, need
0: two things pretty much to function your armored core. Yeah, you need enough energy to power everything, and because usually.
2: I'm used to meters like going up is good, like raise mm-hmm. the numbers, but like just for those stats, you wanted it to go down. Yeah, it depends
0: on what you're so I was like, focusing oh okay, on.
2: I got it. Like, so yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like different types, like you know, heavier builds slow, but they weigh a lot more much <laughs> more nimble and your your uh, suit can jump around a lot more and you have a lot more boosts and stuff like that. But you know you're gonna get treaded a lot faster. Uh, t- dude, a lot of weapons. A lot machine guns, Gatling guns, bazookas, rocket launchers, grenade launchers, just some like beam, shotgun. Beam sword, <laughs> like a beam like yo yo thing you throw out and like shreds guys. Like, <laughs> yes. there's like a little knife too, like a beam knife you can cut guys up. There's a baton that you can get that's like electric and you can whack stuff and it'll, like Sick. build up electric charge on these guys. <laughs> there is so much tools to play with later on, especially that you can just like really yeah, just actually feel like you have a I,
3: unique armored core. I can see that like to, to where, like, once you sort of, like, you're saying with New Game Plus or whatever, like, once you've sort of, like, done the cool canon story, it's like, all right, we're going to just unleash the nonsense yeah. on you. Well, it's not even the canon story because there's multiple endings. Right. So. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. mean necessarily that, but it's like you're done with the serious part of playing oh, the game. Sure, you know, yeah. Like, you've, now you cleared
0: like, it. Screw you've cleared it. You've cleared the yeah. story or whatever, but, like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you get a lot of fun stuff still throughout the normal campaign, and it's like. Even that crazy stuff isn't gonna, like, carry you. That could be really flashy, but it's like, sometimes certain situations you're gonna want... Depending on your player type, but like, some bosses, I was like, yo, I'm making a... the biggest boy I can possible, mm-hmm. tank treads, I'm putting four bazookas on this guy, two on my shoulder, two in each arm, and I'm rolling around because, like, with bazookas, usually if you shoot them, it take it, like, staggers you a little bit. But if you got tank treads and you're rolling around, no stagger. So I'm just, like, cruising 100 miles an hour, <laughs> circling dudes going. So p- sick. And it's really awesome, but, like, you got ammo, so sometimes you got to
2: yeah, pay attention Early to that. on, Brad, ammo was, like, a factor. I was like, oh, shit. Sometimes, gotta... like,
0: some of the heavier power things have less mm-hmm. ammo capacity, so maybe you don't always want the most ammo. Yeah. But it's friendly in the sense that there are checkpoints throughout the game.
2: Very, very friendly checkpoints. Very f-
0: very friendly
2: checkpoints. Very friendly.
0: Some of the very short missions do not have checkpoints, though, but they're <laughs> short, so it's not that big of a deal if you die. Yeah. But, like, at these checkpoints, if you die, you can reassemble your mm. mech. You can be like, okay, I'm going to so, switch yeah, things
2: those, up. those checkpoints are, are very, very chill.
0: You can't <laughs> buy stuff here, which kind of as annoying, because, like, I got to bosses Mid- mission. at points. Yeah. Mid-mission. Yeah. Okay, that's I got a nice to, like, a balance. boss. That's a very nice balance. So then, then. I, like, I had to leave Fully the mission. Back then I'd have to redo Chill. it all. It's, like, yeah. kind of annoying, but it doesn't take too long to get through mission if you know yeah. what you're doing the second time around. The missions aren't, like, super long. They're yeah, not, like, good. they're not 40 minutes or anything like that, you know? Some missions are A couple minutes maybe some are 30 minutes maybe some of them have bosses at them some of them don't so it it really fluctuates on that kind of thing and um as you're going out through the campaign there are missions you could see a little icon on it where you can like make a you can like select a certain mission so like through the the story is like a bunch of mercenaries on this planet fighting for this resource Love that uh coral it's on this planet rubicon coral everyone wants coral for like this high value resource so there's, there's like two missions available and you could you pick one of them for the faction that you want to align with or whatever like that's so like you got a job lined up you can pick one if you take that one the other one's off limits whoever's it.
2: paying the most <laughs> you can see who's paying the most also <laughs> yep,
0: yep. so it's like whoever yeah. you want to go with you can go with you lot of you make these choices <laughs> there was one interesting mission a very early mission Early on, we played this on stream, is you're with these mercenary groups, these two other guys, and you're going through with them. So sick. On New Game Plus, I did this mission, and there was a point, something popped up where I got a call from someone else. And they're like, yo, if you take these guys out, we'll pay you double. So I was on the Joker
2: whoa. shit, dude. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, yeah. able to
0: choose, and I was like, okay. I was like, this must whoa. be a some new cross, plus only thing because I did not whoa. see it on my normal playthrough. But I was like, this is a little, little something extra right there. That's so, amazing, dude. Because I know there's three endings, and I don't know if some of them are only available on later playthroughs. I'm not sure exactly gotcha. how that works. I want to say some of them are. Maybe one of them. It's really cool, but um. Yeah, so the game is divided up into missions, as I said earlier, not level, like, most people that play from software games nowadays are used to big, interconnected things. Nope, not like that. This is very much classic Armored Core. You're going through the missions, and you're just doing that kind of stuff, which is fine with me. Works totally for me. Some of the levels are pretty big. There is...
2: Right. S- it's actually very refreshing, the mission structure, yeah. dude. And, like, it, yeah. It's it's like, oh, maybe I'll just do, well, that's the thing do a quick with mission with or two. This, team. Game, this yeah. game
0: is a nice, refreshing... Yeah. Like, we love Souls games. We, we love Elden Ring and stuff like that. But it's cool to see FromSoftware go back to, like, mm-hmm. one of their earliest franchises, and mm-hmm. that is different. Like, yes, they have learned some things, I'd say, gameplay-wise, like, controlling... Like, controlling your AC just feels better than I ever remember. I... I'm not a veteran of AC at all, but I played a lot of two back in the day. Yeah. But um some of the lock on they were talking to me about feels like some of the devs were talking to me like they've just like improved all that kind of stuff to make it easier for people to get in. Sick. There is no like um I believe some of the other games had like you can go into debt with money and stuff like no. that. Oh. It was much more hardcore. What? There's none of that in this game, but yeah, really they won't in the future,
2: friendly that you can buy something and then sell it back you for can, full price yeah, exactly. to fully, you know, if you don't like it or whatever, mm-hmm. that's really nice. Like, there's a lot of a lot of friendly things. Yeah, just imagine for, just for it's how like, hardcore yeah. the game is. Uh, yeah, how difficult it is.
3: Yeah, I'm just imagining like you walk into the bank, you're just like, yeah, I need to buy uh, 50 missiles. uh, It's like, okay, sir, show yeah. us your <laughs> last five pay stubs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the game is super friendly in the sense of. Like Mike was saying, you can resell everything. You can replay missions as much as you want for cash if you Mm -hmm. want. So if there's like a sick part you want for a mission, you, you you can grind it out if you want. Um... But it is still a challenging game yeah. in a lot of ways. We've, I know. I've now, seen a lot, lot people, of people that are, people are like getting, they were like quote yeah. beating yeah. their heads
3: against getting, the wall, unquote, filtered. Yes, and, and then yeah, <laughs> and then realizing like, oh, if I had just like switched up, it was I so, to fun. parts. Yeah. 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 So, so
2: funny. I talked to Brad about this real quick. The tutorial boss, everyone's freaking yes, out about this yes. chopper, right? Yep. And like my fucking play style is always like get in there, get crazy, aggression, aggression, aggression. And for whatever reason, because of the way the tutorial was presented and because it was a friggin' helicopter against me on the ground, I was like keeping my distance. I was like, you know, trying to pick it off and like get cover, pick it off. And I died like four times in a row. I was like, dude, what am I doing wrong here? And then I was like, all right, like let me just go straight at it. Then I started to charge right at it and like landed on top of it and would like melee the hell out of it and like started blasting it. And then, sure enough, I beat it. Just like changed my approach, and and that was it. It was it was like really it was like just a really intense experience of like wow, changing your style alone. Not to mention like all your weapon and and part types. Like just changing your approach only had a dramatic impact on the combat.
1: Yeah, on the encounter. Uh, I, yeah, I'm 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 curious here, but I think earlier, Brad few days ago or a week ago, you mentioned something about like, in like your, pres- like an earlier impressions thing from like maybe the preview event. I think yeah, you, probably you talked about an approach for something as well. So I'm mm-hmm. curious about how, how much that like, I- is there like really like, Bosses that push against like you can't really find one build that will just like kind of carry you through even with skill. But also before you answered that, sorry, the this 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 filter boss. Like it's funny you say that Huber because like I'm reading so many people like I've tried every approach and like mm-hmm. I can't beat it and stuff. And like I beat all the Souls games and stuff. And like this is like oh, and then like yeah. I'll see people point out, did you try this and something yeah. like think about like a plasma cannon or something like mm-hmm. did you use this because like it's like this is what you need to use this on this boss to so like make it way easier. So it's like. People like, do you feel like the question is? You were talking about customization, maybe getting a little like overwhelming. Do you think it like it's maybe too overwhelming initially to try out every different thing? Because like if the strat is really, there is something that will work against us. You got to keep experimenting. Like, is it enough? That's like, man, I've tried so many builds and you didn't. It's possible to not come across like a good one. I
0: did brute force my way through some bosses. Like I did not do the maybe the the best approach, I would say. Like, there's a boss with a shield later on that a lot of people are having trouble with. And if you use a certain weapon, it can break their shield a lot more. I did not do that, because mm. I didn't realize it at the time. I just brute forced this fucker down. So you can do that, but, um... I mean, some it does pay to experiment, you know? Taking a different approach can help a lot. And I think a lot of people are having trouble is because this is a lot of people's first Armored Core game. They're okay. used to maybe soul-style approaches and stuff like that, you know, just... Simply being able to easily dodge everything like that. Things are a little different here. You you know you're not a human rolling around. You're a giant like uh, three story mech cruising around. So it just takes some adjusting. I you think can for get a lot of people.
2: Really punished, really quickly.
0: Yeah, you can. I mean, you can yeah. in like all their games. Exactly. I don't think it's like at the end of the day. I don't think it was like their hardest game at all. Like I never, I have not run into a Millennia equivalent boss or anything like that. Um, and the bosses all around, I think, are cool. They're not the heights of some of their other bosses like that, but they are cool. You know, they're some sick robots. Like there's, like huge construction tile robots, like giant chainsaw arms, and like, uh, like a um, like a forge at the top. That sick. I was like shooting bazooka rounds at, and shooting, <laughs> like a lot of stagger damage.
1: <laughs> I, uh, would you say? I know you said like the backing out of a mission to change builds, like. Well, you don't have to back out to change a build to buy new parts. You do. Okay, so would you say like any of that maybe like could possibly contribute to some people like like being Mm. lamenting like having to like experiment more or like pushing back too much? I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel
0: like a lot of people are so used to from software games they find a weapon they like in the game. Gotcha. Maybe they use one or two throughout their whole playthrough. Stick
2: with it. They
0: stick with it a long time this game is not like that gotcha because you know that's you're fair. not leveling up you're not doing stuff yeah, like that that's true you're not grinding yeah. souls or anything like that there are things you can get called ost chips to give you passive bonuses like your healing repair kits heal you for more okay or your kinetic weapon damage goes up by three percent some stuff like that some passive things there's also some moves you can get from it like there's like a uh, one that i think's really cool is you so you're really fast dash forward, it's on like your left stick. God, I love that, stick. dude. If you push, like, left stick right before, you can, like, kick someone. Dude! So can, like, break someone's uh, stack or something nice. like that. So, which is really cool against, like, other armored core units you fight in the game because they're fast, too. So I was doing that on some of them. Uh, Huber, your play style of aggression is funny. I like mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. I'm pretty much like that, too, in a lot of ways. But mm-hmm. there are definitely some bosses where you can't get as close to them. They're gonna kinda dash away from you a lot. So you're gonna have to get over change here. some things up. Yo, um, there's some really yeah, intense boss. Like, like, no Makiri <laughs> counter. Oh, yeah, that's the, the first thing I asked. Him. It's, it's the that. absolute <laughs> well, first yeah. question. Let me, so <laughs>
1: l- uh, let me let me ask you this. Uh for bosses. Um it's kind of a 2 part question. Yes. Can you like scan no. things in this game? So no scanning. Okay, that's first. Well part. you
0: can do like a pulse to kind of see around you, but you can't like scan weakness kind of thing like that
1: okay so okay that's good um is it hard to discern like bosses like the oh, telegraphs from them no compared to like a human like no. enemy or no. monster i would enemy say they t- well
0: telegraphed like okay. you know they're not a human they are a machine but they are still telegraphed like when you could see when they're going to do something a lot right. of times
1: and do some of these bosses have, like, multiple targets, like, you target different parts, like, can you not break an well, arm? Well, some of them, or, them do, or disable them, or like you're a but you're not, weapon.
0: like, blowing an arm off or something, okay, I did not parts like that. Yeah, I
1: didn't know if it's like, yeah. oh, like, if you target this part, you can, like, weaken them, and, like, now yeah. they can't, their mobility is, like, shot, so, like, they can't dash away from you No, you, you can't do that, so, like, yeah. the
0: huge construction boss I kind of talked about down. a little bit, that had the forge on his head, you could, like, target that part. Part of him, but you cannot. You can't like target left arm, right arm. You're not doing stuff like that.
1: It's much more just like one spot. Let me ask you this: in a boss encounter, is there a way to like, for most bosses, is it possible to like keep evading to like watch their patterns long enough? And, you can like, evade the first a lot, time? yeah. Or is there any bosses where it's like? You can't just keep evading. Like eventually, you're gonna run out of like fuel like so. Your you have stamina. like a stamina. It's a stamina
0: yeah. meter essentially. Yeah, and some of your builds you can have better stamina meters and be able to dash more. But it's like you can you can dodge a lot if you want to figure stuff out. Yeah, if you want to focus on that, you can.
1: Yeah, just to buy time. Because I know there's some sure. souls bosses like Millennia we talked about, like where it's like very hard to keep doing that. Like their their abilities to like close yeah. on you and like this arena space. It's like you can do it for so long, but eventually, if they do a certain attack pattern, it's like you either need to know how to like be like you have to like know what they're doing to counter it. You mm-hmm. can't just observe it, or else you're kind of screwed. Um, there's definitely like I mean, of course, when you see
0: attacks for the first time, you're not gonna know yeah. what they're gonna do like that, but you will pick up on moves and especially because verticality is such a big part of this game because you know you're a mech you can like fly in the air for quite a bit of time so some attacks might cover the whole ground or something like that or go towards the ground so you gotta fly up and stuff like that or the boss will be in the air maybe
1: uh, how does targeting and stuff feel like in the air? Because I know, like, not similar, but uh, someone who just played Starfield, and, like, you can jump in the air and, like, mm-hmm. shoot in the air. Like, that's also obviously manual yeah. aiming. It can be a little so, frustrating with no lock-on. There's, like, a soft yeah. lock-on
0: kind of thing. Okay. It'll
1: kind of target the closest thing, which you can do.
0: That's, like, a lot of the old armor Core games. But there's a hard lock-on also if you want. Okay. So, like, if you're fighting a boss, you can lock-on to the boss and keep track of it pretty
1: easily. Okay, that's cool. But, I mean, like, some of these are fast and stuff like that, but... You so you said, kind of- like... like Aiming isn't really generally a problem. Like, you're no. not like whiffing a lot no, of text because no, 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 like, no. you're aiming wrong. It's like no. they're maybe moving like if you're or something. Shooting,
0: yeah. So, when you're targeted on, like, if you're hard locked on to something, you have like a meat or a thing around them indicating they're locked on, but you also have your little crosshair. You can see if they are moving around and something like that, your crosshair is going to be following them. Yeah, so you can yeah, yeah, see, yeah. You can tell a lot of times if your shots are going to hit or not. So, if they're moving sideways and you're shooting like a big bazooka, they're going to dodge it or something. Of course. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, like, a lot of times, like, a lot of the game I use, like, a Gatling gun, because there's a stagger meter also in the game,
1: okay. which is super
0: important. Okay, You want to build this up because you do stagger damage. They get put in a vulnerable state. They shut down for a brief amount of time, and you do a lot more damage to them. So I was using a Gatling gun just because I could keep pressure on pretty easily. Mm, nice. And stuff like that.
1: And there's no... Obviously, like, stagger, You like, they're more vulnerable, yeah. then they take more damage yes. than stagger. yes. There's no... Like behind-the-back crit things like no, 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 no. Either, you're not right? doing backstabs okay. and stuff <laughs> no, like that No, like sneak attack type no, stuff no, no, where no, you can no. like nothing like that gotcha gotcha
0: nothing cool. Nothing like that figured figured that's still cool Um uh, But yeah, you have three repair kits just to help their like push up on the d-pad instant heal Whoop. Oh, yeah. You can't
1: get out of your mech.
0: Or no. Anything like that. no, no, okay, no, 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 okay. in fact You no. don't see any humans in the game at all. Oh, okay. Cool. No, I don't know if, like you can get out and steal a mech or No, no, like, nothing like that uh, that kind of leads into the story. The story is all told through like voice comms, like everyone talking over a radio, and like you don't see any pilots' faces. You see like all these pilots have cool emblems on. They have like code names, like V2 Snail, something for Rusty and stuff like that. And they have, like their own, yeah. They have their own like cool emblems, and I think it works well for the type of game and like the setting of the game and the themes around the game. I think it works well. I do like the story and I think it goes to cool places but I do agree with some people and I've seen people talk about this that it maybe not the every single beat is super interesting for a lot of people cuz a lot of it is like uh, hey 621 got a job for you here's the job, job kind of thing yeah. like this and I think people are looking for a much more like larger scope narrative in a lot of ways but when this is a very much a story about mercenaries and, and I stuff fucking love which that, I Brad. do like a lot yes. and I appreciate that it is different like house. that but I think if people are looking for this grand scope of mm-hmm. like you know your Final Fantasy 16 kind of story, or maybe even something more along the lines of Elden Ring and stuff like that. It's not necessarily that, because you know you're not talking, you're not going around talking to NPCs or anything like mm-hmm. that. You're not optional dialogue walking around. There is like optional lore from like doing missions, and there's also the arena mode, which along with your main missions, there's this arena mode where you fight. Different armored core one on one. It's a very f- specific one, mm. and when you look at it, you could see like lore about that very s- specific person or unit or everything like that. Nice. And there's there's quite a few of them. What I like about this is once you beat them, is you get the layout for their suit, so you can like equip their suit if you want. As long as you have the parts, you can just quickly do their build. If you fight them, you're like, oh, I like the way they look. I like their weapon set. You can just equip that right away. Nice. And, um, also you get OST chips from doing those, which you used for the upgrades. Yeah. So you want to do these, I would say.
1: Okay. Is there any real, like, exploration in so this game? Like, some of the like-
0: levels are kind of big. There's, like, optional parts to find every every now and then. There's some cool parts. There's, like, a the Moonlight Sword is in this game. Ooh. And you can find that from other stuff like that, which is optional. So you might want to keep an eye out everywhere. But it's not... Nearly to the level of what you think from like some of their past games, you know, you're not like, you're not finding Ash Lake or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, so it's I mean. like <laughs> my
1: question you, yeah, like, you don't find anything like that. You don't find like optional bosses in the middle of a mission that like. There's some like optional kind of guys, but they're not like
0: super bosses. Not like yeah. the real bosses. Gotcha. That they don't come across
1: anything like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, how, how about like the the soundtrack for this? Because Pretty I cool. imagine it has a different vibe. Yeah, than yeah. Other, it's very much yeah. different. You
0: know, very mechanical, like bleak, electronic sounding, like. It's really cool. I do like the soundtrack. Uh, Usually in a fight, so I'm just like so focused on like what's happening on like the bosses. But throughout this game, there's some cool tracks that I do like.
1: All right, yeah. Because the only other game I remember, like you know, that comes to mind with like mech combat, it's like Zone of the Enders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two games have like fantastic soundtracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the trailer music was pretty cool Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, it's a a lot lot of stuff like that
0: uh there is also multiplayer in the game there's oh yeah how's that 1v1 and 3v3 it's okay i think it's fine i did uh some i did both of them obviously for a little bit i kind of like 3v3 a little more okay just because there's a little more chaos and it's not (laughs) something you get like that in the real game you get a lot of one-on-one fights in the real game like obviously one-on-one is probably like the real shit if you want to get really sweaty with it but uh 3v3 was kind of like a little chaotic thing that
1: i liked do like met comps or anything like do th- you think that plays into a 3v3 at all? Like, kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone could build whatever they want, so it's just like... Okay, so okay, there's
0: not like a build that's like more tanky or something like that. I mean, like you that. can do builds that are more tanky if you want, and but peaceful. you're going
1: to... Yeah.
0: Depending on what you want to increase, you're going to give something up in return, pretty okay. much.
1: So it's pretty much just like straight-up just coordination with the other three team yeah, members and want. raw skill. If you want, yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, we didn't have, like, a healer in our team or no, something there's like No, there's no heal. You can't heal at all, actually, in That's multiplayer cool. like that. It's just can, your health. Can you emote? Can you, like, mech bow and no, stuff?
0: No. <laughs> no emotes like that, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's like nine maps too Which is pretty decent I think yeah, that's, that, that's pretty good. cool yeah. You could set up private lobbies If you want to play with friends Are the
1: maps got like a good Like you know Verticality Or yeah, like obstacles Some of them obstacles some of have right?
0: obstacles Some of them are just more like Open kind of things like that But yeah there's Because they're like maps From the single player Okay cool So they're all locations from that So yeah it's cool but, um, yeah, like I said, lobbies if you want. You can have, like, n- up to nine people in a room, and you could have, like, losers rotate out or something like that. Hmm. And you can spectate while people are fighting if you want to watch them. So, nice. It's fine, It's cool. I'm glad it's there. It's Armored Core. It always has a multiplayer, so, yeah, just be expected.
1: Yeah. I guess, like, the only thing else I would want to know is more, like, hypotheticals. Like, where would you like to see them like, go in the future with this? Since, you know, this seems to be, like, a big revival for Armored Core... And it seems like, for the most part, it's been pretty successful. But there's something you'd like to see them do maybe differently or try that they haven't tried if they did a follow up?
0: Hmm. I kind of want more. There's some, but I kind of want more big set pieces. Like some of the early missions you guys have seen is like that sand crawler thing. Yeah. You know, you take the, There's like a couple big yeah, things in here. They, the they
3: restricted what we could see. Exactly. With the for the review, yeah.
0: yeah. Like I could not show. Everything I showed was very early in the game because I had to show it. But um, there's some like bigger. Sp- there's like. Some parts later on where there's like big battleships and you like go on top of it and shoot where like everyone is at the bridge and mm. bring it down. Nice. Which is cool, but um, I just want like more crazy set pieces because this is a, this game's on PS4 and Xbox One. It's a last gen game also, and you could tell, but it still runs, it runs really good actually on PS5 is where I played it. Mike, you said people are saying the PC version's good.
2: Yeah, yeah, the I saw that today. Me. Digital Foundry was like very impressed with um... The PC nice. port. Nice. Yes.
0: So, you know, from software, not always the best technical front from their games that they come out, but it's been really something. Like, I had no crashes. Mm-hmm. The frame dips I saw were only, like, at a few parts, and they didn't go that far down. Like, it never happened to me in combat where I really needed those frames, so it's been an impressive game all around. Nice. It's definitely not going to be for everyone. People who come came in, like, the Souls games, it may be an adjustment for them, but I hope people give it a chance, because it is an excellent video game. Cool. Alright. We'll take a question about it. This is from my Latin lover. Hey allies! Armored Core 6 is here! I've played other Armored Cores before and I feel like 6 nails the feel, speed and difficulty of the others, but misses in one department. The soundtrack! Armored Core uh, 4, for answer, had a crazy good soundtrack. Do you feel like the soundtrack is lacking in 6 or am I unfairly judging based on the past games? I have not played four or four answers, so I have no idea. Yeah, I have, I have not played many Armored Core games. I've played gotcha. one, I've played two, and like a bit of maybe five, a little bit, but like I've not gotten in depth with them for a very long time, so it's hard for me to compare. But I do like the soundtrack in this game. I do think it's cool. You know, it's not gonna be, it's not Final Fantasy 16 soundtrack to me. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like blown away by it, but it is solid for what the game is, I think. Cause you know, it's a game about giant robot mechs fighting, so... I think it's appropriate. Alright, it's time for Saturday! <laughs> this segment, we just talk about something that's bugging us in the game industry. Game, company, anything like that. Do you dudes have anyone this week?
3: Uh, I got... Yeah, I got one this week. Oh, Blood's ready to go. Wow, Let's go, Blood. Blood. F- freaking $100 early access nonsense. Oh, oh my god, You Blood, know, yeah. like... We're talking about Starfield, and like, yeah, we have our gripes or whatever, but there's a ton of people looking forward to this game, ready to play this game. You know, maybe they've got Game Pass for this game or whatever, and they're going to have to spend the next week dodging spoilers. And everyone like us who, like, you know, are, are like, having to make videos and stuff about it, we've, like, we're st- sort of stuck in the middle of this thing, too, Towards like, we have this choice. It's like, okay, well, do we put our v- videos out now? If we don't put our videos out now, then we're just going to get passed by everyone that does put their videos out now. And it's just this, it's just this weird nonsense situation. Yeah. And like day one game pass is a week after everyone started playing it.
0: Yeah, it's, I think for the yeah. game pass, if you pay like, if you have game pass, you can pay like $30. Yeah, yeah, you can you buy can the You can pay upgrade, the extra yeah. fee, but yeah, it's like a week early, you said? Or something, well, five days? Basically,
3: it's because it's, it, you get it on like the afternoon, evening of the 31st, mm-hmm. right? Versus... The 5th, you know, the official day is the 6th, but, you know, East Coast or West Coast, we get it a couple hours earlier. They did
0: this with Forza also, I remember. Horizon. I don't know if it was this long of time, though. Like, Diablo did this when it came out, which Mm -hmm. was like three days, I think. And, like, I think it's super annoying, but I understand people spending the money to play. Because, like, people take off work for this game. They're like, yeah. whatever, I'll just spend 30 bucks to play five days early. It's like, I understand why companies do this because it works. And I frankly think we're going to see a lot more of this as things continue on. But it's a lot of cash.
3: Yeah, well, And I and
0: feel bad for people that can't afford it.
3: And then, you know, back to, like, like our side of things, just like the planning of stuff, right? When you look at your well, release yeah. calendar and yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, this is out on the 6th. You get it on the you know fourteenth. You got plenty of time, and then it's like, oh no, there's a five day early access period, so you're gonna have to have it done yeah that much sooner.
0: Yeah, that yeah. makes it annoying for us more, but like, like who cares? <laughs> like about us? <laughs> like right, right, yeah.
3: It just, but yeah, I understand just that keeping yeah, track sure, of blood. these things. It's like, oh no, the game's really out earlier than they said it yeah. would be. Yeah,
0: get ready for GTA Six to do this. <laughs> <Right>? 120 bucks. <laughs> you're gonna have to pay 50 bucks early. Probably with them. Get ready, dude.
3: But uh, even yeah, even the like th- you know only thirty on Game Pass. Like you're paying ten bucks, eleven bucks a month for Game Pass. Or you know, you might mm-hmm. be paying that just for dude. this game.
2: Something like GTA Six. Like ha- really, if they do that with that, dude, dude. I feel like so many people will do that. That oh, it'll of course. that'll essentially make it a hundred dollar video game. Yeah, of course it will. Yeah, because just like everyone will do that. Yeah,
0: I mean they want to do
1: that. It's so crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's going to happen. Get ready. Uh, do you guys have one? Damiani,
1: Huber, anything? There's <laughs> something I shot at recently. I said, Brad, remember... That not, you were oh. there, I think. Right? Okay. But I was like, I told chat, tell Brad to remember this and I sorted it <laughs> out this week. Did I already talk about the uh, online tutorials for multiplayer games or whatever? I, I, no. Was that, was that during the 13 playthrough? No, yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Every single... I'm pretty sure you were there for this one, but I'll say it again. For any, any online... Uh, any online competitive game, there needs to be tutorial like uh, matches of bots.
3: Oh, to get, like, whole, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can practice
1: against bots. Yeah, like that needs to be standard. Absolutely needs to I be see. standard in every Was like, this for game. like uh, when you did Texas Chainsaw? Think so? Yes, that was it. Was there in Texas Chainsaw? I, I came late during that. There needs the yeah. That was it. Sorted out every online comp, like PvP competitive focus game needs an online bot tutorial mode where you can just go in and see how you do everything with like bots, and then like it just turns you loose into a bot mission, and you got to play at least one full mission against bots before you can be turned loose on the you know the general public, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool to have that option there because
0: you can figure out how stuff works. Yeah, and people feel so much pressure. In online games of just, they want to be able to play right. So, well, it, yeah.
3: especially something like that where, like, different characters, um, yeah. and you know, on different teams or whatever, like, have these very different abilities. And so, like, what can I do? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, what about you?
2: I don't really got one. Nothing? That's no, fine. just just, uh, you know, too many games. Yeah. That's sort mine. it out, mine. Mine is
0: Just let me breathe. Yeah, let me let breathe. Let me live for I'm, a second. I'm
2: drowning and, and suffocating. Yeah. There's just too much.
0: It feels like the most ever. Ever. The most amount of qu- like excellent ever. video games that are coming out. Ever. That I can't skip. Yep. It's like, well, Boulder, I'm like, Boulder's Gate? I'm like 20 something hours. I'm yeah. still on Act One in that game. And yeah. it's like, that game's going to be 100 hours or something yeah. like 200 hours. Right. It's, t- it's like, I have to play that game, though, because it's yep. so damn good. It's too much. Sweating. All right. This is from Chris Ierly. Sorted out. Oh, this is for you, Huber. Sorted out game developers. We all know the battery life on the PlayStation 4 controllers were not great and while the PS5 controller lasts longer than the previous counterpart, it's still
2: not the best. It gets worse as time goes so on. So because
0: of that, I tend to play with a controller until it completely dies to max my play time and lessen the amount of times I switch between a charger or charge controller. The only problem with that is that several games I've played, including recently, Fantasy 16, when a controller disconnects, the game doesn't pause and wait for me to reconnect a new controller. So I'd be in the middle of an intense boss battle. My controller would disconnect, and then I would scramble to get my charge controller and reconnect before I would die. Thankfully, the majority of my games mm. I've played doesn't have that problem, but the amount of the, amount of the games that don't pause... When a controller disconnects is a bit higher than I would like, so sort it out, game developers, and make the game pauses on controller disconnect standard. Thank you. I
3: like. feel like Xbox does that on a system level. Oh, really? Just I could be level. wrong, but like that's interesting. Like, oh, usually, yes, like you get the full screen pop up yes. yes. is like, you need a controller yes. to play yes. this game. Yep. It. Uh, yeah. So many
1: times during Starfield when I like got up and le- like left the game, like paused. And then come back, the controller disconnected. It like went to a screen saying like this game requires a controller. So like, yes. even if I was in the middle of the game, it like brings you to like mm-hmm. an interrupt screen. So, um, but funny on the Xbox Series S, I was playing on it did not do that. Oh, huh. but on the X, it did. So I think it's an option you can turn off or something, or maybe the X and S have May- something different. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, or it has. Well yeah,
3: this, that should be something that would be the same. Yeah, so maybe you're right. Maybe it's just like in their settings mm-hmm. for the one that you borrowed. Um, yeah, yeah, I have, I had less of an issue just because my setup, like, it's not that big of a deal for me to be plugged in or to just, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I start, you know, seeing, that like, oh, the battery getting lower or whatever, like, have a second controller just on hand. Sure. But, yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right, it's time for Keep It Up. The exact opposite.
0: Something we're pleased with. Who's doing it Right right now.
3: Mm.
2: Game devs, a lot of good games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: 2023. Insane year. Keep it up, I keep guess. Keep
2: it up. With those games. Good Lord. It's my sorted out and my keep it up. Yeah, it's a dull-edged <laughs> sword. Yeah, for sure. Definitely feels <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> like, Baldur's Gate 3, incredible game. Keep it yeah. up. But it's so long right now. Yeah. I'm not mad that it's long. It's just I'm very
1: busy. Yeah. Uh, we can't uh, get in depth about it on this frame trap. We'll save it for next frame trap, but this is a good point just to give a shout out to it. Keep it up. Uh, 10th anniversary, Final Fantasy 14 celebrating their 10th anniversary. Hey, that's fun. Going for 10 more years. Uh, talked with Brad probably next episode. Want to do a, uh, Go down memory lane of like ten years nice. of Final Fantasy fourteen, but you know what else has a stack this episode? <laughs> you know what
2: else has ten year anniversary this year?
1: What else? GTA five. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> GTA. Wow. Ten years. GTA
2: five. Yeah. Ten years of GTA five. Yeah. Insanity. <laughs>
3: um. Yeah. Uh, did you see this freaking giant? Box set of the whole Xenoblade. I saw that. Yeah, soundtrack. you just,
0: you just, I saw you comment on that on something. Yeah, yeah,
3: that yeah. looked insane. Yeah,
1: keep that up.
3: Keep like, that keep, up. Yeah, keep putting out these soundtracks, man. Yeah, yeah, keep they that made, stuff available.
1: They made them visual available digitally too. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so, nice. I saw yeah. that you could buy them digitally now. Does Nintendo usually do that? No. They wow. Like, yeah, I feel like Spotify. there's something
3: yeah. like Monolith is
1: forcing, like, because oh, every yeah. single time they put yeah. stuff out, yeah. Or yeah, bar, or it's just yeah. up to the teams. And Monolith's like, yeah, heck yeah, we we embrace this. And the other teams are like, nah, maybe not. And it's like, right? Fine. Because I, I feel t-
3: like, yeah, I I feel like Xenoblade gets that treatment, and Zelda gets that treatment. But then there's not a whole lot else. than Nintendo's
1: first party stuff that like you'll get like a real. Yeah, not anymore for. at all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean back in the day a little bit, but not so much anymore. Yeah, I wonder how long it'll take for the Tears of the Kingdom soundtrack to become available. Because you know. I feel like Breath of the Wild was about like maybe six to twelve months after it came mm-hmm. out that we got that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So um, Yeah. Yeah, and that's
3: an interest. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how they do like the temple themes. because i have I r I've re- I've really like have been paying attention in the temples and like the dynamic how they do the dynamic music in those is really cool. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they escalate that in a like probably, a edited form.
1: Well they'll probably literally do Temple, whatever Temple music, like, Calm. Temple music, like... Yeah, that's like, like what they did with Yeah, and then they'll, like, Elevated. Like, there's so many soundtracks that have, like, those variations on the track to, that are dynamic in real time. But then, like, in the soundtrack, there's the one version of it play out for, like, a min- 90 seconds or two minutes, however long it is, they want to loop. And they'll do all the variations. So, like, you'll never get how it would sound dynamically in-game, but you get, like, the raw, like, uncut version of, like each variation of it, which is kind of like nice, because now you have like a reason to play it in-game, to hear it in-game, but also like you just want those to hear how it was if you could simulate being in that like that state for longer. It's kind of nice. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I do want more Nintendo soundtracks. Get on that, Nintendo. They have such good music, man. Yeah, I don't think like, did Odyssey actually
1: ever get an official
0: soundtrack? Probably not, dude. That soundtrack's sick, too. It's upsetting.
3: Yeah, Saper for Mario, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. There's a lot of good music on those. Yeah.
0: Uh, Danny Batowski
3: wrote in, keep it up. Game
0: devs have been doing a good job of remastering old games such as Metroid Prime, Mario RPG, Resident Evil 2 through 4, etc. And making these games more accessible and better than ever. 2
2: through 4?
3: Well. 2, 3, and 4.
0: I think they, because yeah. those are remakes. Those aren't remasters.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but, that's um, a definitely definitely a different situation. But yeah, uh, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, but shout out again to my buddy uh, Chris Kohler, who just put out the making of Karateka. Yeah. Um, it's not. Yeah, that's a whole different level of things. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah. It's an interactive documentary where like yeah, that's the games are there, but they're sort of like almost a side Secondary. dish to the whole yeah. package. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane. But yeah, big shout out. No, no, we need
1: what stuff. we need a Virtual Boy classic. I wish, Damiani.
0: Yeah.
3: That'd be awesome. I was hoping for, for it to come out on 3DS because you would have had the stereoscopic yeah. vision. Yeah, yeah, they blew it, Blood. You're right. Yeah. That, that was the time.
0: Damn. That was the time. Damn, Damn dude. Stop. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> Why? All right. Uh, we got some shout-outs. As always, every episode, we give some shout-outs to some of our most generous patrons over there at the Platinum Producer tier. This episode, we got Jabbawabs, El Thanis and Greg the Dark
3: Knight catering, and Garrett Holfish and Garrett Holfish. Just are we counting that now? Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: Garrett Holfish. are also on there. You're in. All right, Garrett. Welcome aboard. You're in. As Don would say, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. All right, Michael Huber. Yo. You've been playing Immortals of Avium. Yeah. You were hyped on this game. Yeah. It's finally out, yeah. kind of getting mixed reaction right now yeah. all around the board. I mean, it's
3: kind of getting no reaction. Like, people well, are just ignoring it because of the wave of content. I was going to say, yeah. I think it came mm-hmm. out
0: at a bad time, unfortunately. I, think, really I don't depressing. know if there is a good time anymore. It's like, super, I just don't know if there is. It, it's, but it's getting overshadowed for sure.
2: It really scares me, just like the, the way the industry is going where it's like, mm-hmm. no one has time for anything but the best. Right. You know? Understandable. Anything. So it's like, dude, are, are people going to take less risks? Like, the, I'm worried about if this game fails. When and, did
0: this game come out? Do you remember the day? Do you know what day it was exactly? I think it was like last week. Yeah, so it, was was it kind of like, like a week ago. Was it the day Armored Core came out or something? Or like the day before? I think it was a little before.
3: I'll look at it. I'll look at it.
0: Yeah. But what we've got. But anyways. Boulder's
2: so. Gate was going on, dude. Boulder's Gate was yeah. popping
3: off still, yeah. Yeah. So, it, it... Endless game right there.
2: Yeah, it just... Concerns. Me. It's like, Cause when like a movie, that's where it's I'm like, at with it.
0: Like, yeah. I want to play. This game looks fun. Yeah. But it's like,
2: I have to play other stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to, no offense to this game. I really like this game, dude. Yeah. I fucking, I love it. I. It's got problems. I'm critical of it, you know? Yeah. You'll see it in the review. I'm critical of this game, but like, non review cap, just little old gamer me. Like, I love this shit, mm-hmm. dude.
3: 22nd.
0: Like, so it was like three days before Armored Core. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, So, Immortals of Avium, the genesis of this game is a Call of Duty dev was doing concept art for, you know, one of the advanced warfares or infinite warfares, whatever. Um, And they imagined, instead of helicopters, it was dragons. Instead of guns, it was magic. Thus, Immortals of Avium was born. It is Call of Duty with magic. Um, And... It's got some Hollywood stars in there. Uh, kid from, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Never Have I Ever. Shout out, great show. Um, it's got Gina Gina Torres from, uh, you know, Destiny and and Firefly. So there's some, like, big actors in there and then just a lot of, like, people I've never, I don't recognize. Um, but the basic premise is, is there's this big crater kind of in the middle of the planet and all these, like, magical ley lines come out of it and there's this big Statue of this thing, and like nobody knows really the origin, or there's like a lot of mystery behind it, and there's a ton of lore and a ton of just like nonsense words, you know? <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> what? So, I can totally understand people just ridiculing this story. Um, I give stories the benefit of the doubt every freaking time, so like.
3: Well, it also has that thing that people are kind of down on right now where, like, they, you know, you're in this fantasy world, but people are, like, very contemporary the way they talk. Yeah. It's like, all those crazy words in with, like, dude just being like, hey, yeah. bro, what's up? Totally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally, <Woodworth. laughs> Yeah. And, like, you know, it can be a little confusing to follow because there are so many factions and so oh. many made-up words. And it's, like, you know, not, not fantasy 13 style. Kinda, yeah. I'm just like, what are we talking about? Who are they? Who are they? Um, you know, some optional collectibles that you know flesh out other things. And there's like a Lord book. Obviously, it's not uh, 16 levels of right, detail, right, right, but right. you know, they 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 do help you. So if you get confused, you can like, really comb through that stuff. Cool. Um So the story again, last little bit about that is you play as Jack and. He's a triarch, which means he can control all three colors of magic. There's like red, blue, and green magic. So he's the avatar?
3: Basically, he yeah. Is, he is the Jack of all trades. He yeah. is the Blood? Jack
2: of all Damn trades, it, Bloodworth. I'm gonna put all that right. in the review, Bloodworth. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Get ready for that. Um so he can control them all. And uh, you know, he is kind of like Aladdin, like street rat style. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the So he kinda you know, rises, gets, up. rises up, gets thrust into uh, this position, um, and becomes you know the immort- the immortals is like the spec ops. Group. Okay. So he's an immortal. It's not like a literal immortal, but like their li- their That's their yeah. Their their reputation precedes them, so people actually do think
1: they are dude, immortals immortal. will put their name to the test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, those three yeah. hundred? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. It's it
2: yeah. going <laughs> in the review, <laughs> yeah. uh, Um so, well, hold
0: on, hold on. Tell me about the story. Yeah.
2: Like tell me about Jack. Yeah. Are you attached to Jack? I'm attached to the actor. Already so I have that kind of bias going in we all have our biases and like, you know, I liked I liked never have I ever and I liked his little part in agents of shield Um, so immediately I'm connected with him and He's pretty good. I'd say it's I'd say it's really inconsistent, dude. There's parts where you can like You know wander around and talk to people and you get not dialogue choices, but like there's things you can you know you can You can either like just avoid all this dialogue stuff, or you can like comb through it all. And like, you know, they're giving you lore and stuff. And that stuff is just a little inconsistent with the delivery and the impact of it all. And then even in main story beats, like something big will happen, Brad. Something like cataclysmic, some massive event. And just like the way it's presented in the game is like, you know, say a huge thing happens, like people are dying. But then it'll be like the effects on screen are like kind of low budget, and then just like the audio and delivery will yeah. be like, "We got to get out of here," as like all hell is breaking. It's just like there's there's just this this inconsistency in the moments, you yeah. know. Whereas then you'll have little small intimate moments where you're like talking about you know the situation and and you know it'll be really passionate and like oh I'm like oh. I feel your Mm -hmm. struggle there you know but then there's other moments that don't hit as hard so it's just a little inconsistent um and there's a pretty good mystery going on and like it 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 yeah there's a there's a there's an enough of a mystery for me to have been sure engaged in wanting to see what happens uh, as the jack of all
0: trades, he yeah. uses three types of magic. Tell me yeah. about these this magic types, like combat. Like also yeah. using this in combat. What's Combat's all that
2: like? awesome, dude. This game is just cool. Like this is a cool game. I just want to keep saying that, you know, because it's gonna it's drowning. It's gonna it's having a tough time. You know, there are vastly superior games to Immortals of Avium that are that are failing because there is just so much to play and so much competition out there right now. Um but I really like combat. Uh, you have your blue magic, which is more of like like a DMR type, like pew, 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 pew. Okay. Y- you have your red, which is like shotgun blast. You have your green, which is like the needler in Halo, like homing shit. You can also get varieties of those. There's a red one that you can equip, out. Uh, you can swap it out, and it's more of like a grenade launcher type. Okay. There's okay, a blue okay. one, so instead of like a pew, pew, pew DMR, it's a two-shot javelin. Oh. So it's like a boom for like heavy damage but you only get two shots, you got to reload. You have unlimited ammo, you just reload or whatever. Uh there's a green one instead of the needle style. It's like slower, bigger homing ones.
3: Interesting. Um
2: okay. So you can like play with that, swap that out. There's crafting. None of that feels rewarding. The menus mm. are like, you know, it's trying yeah, to be Yeah, what like, are you crafting? You're like crafting, like a bracelet or something. Yeah, you actually, you have like a bracer. You have uh, little two rings that'll give you different perks and and stat bonuses. Yeah, it
3: just, it just immediately doesn't feel like. Why would I want to? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's like I don't even really waste my time with this stuff. I'm playing on normal. Shout out though, difficulty trophy. Oh, those things. That's have be, nice. Those, you know, everyone's yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, we want everybody to get the yeah. platinum. I say, earn it. Earn it, like. So you're saying, yeah, I like, like if there's a harder difficulty, like that should be as a long as the difficulty
3: is not locked behind the first playthrough. Sure,
2: it's not locked. You can pick yeah. hard. I'm okay. playing on normal though. Review a lot going yeah, on. Yeah. Want to just get mm-hmm. through, and uh, even on normal, it's, it's the normal is recommended. It says, yeah, and it'll like push your. Limit. And it's, it gets pretty hard, you know? Okay. I've died a few times, but like it pushes back. There's some intense encounters. Um, yeah, yeah. So in these encounters, yeah. like, is movement a big part of it? Movement is cool, dude. You have your freaking, like, lash thing that you can, like, grab enemies and pull them oh, to. Like oh, thing? Yeah, bullet storm vibes. You have a dash. You can dash around. It's on cooldown, so it's kind of slow, but you can dash. You can put up a shield uh, that makes you walk, but it you know has a shield or whatever and then if that explodes you know you can like you're getting experience you're leveling up each magic tier has a skill tree so you can like kind of invest in all of them or really pump up one what's really cool is even if you pump up one there are some skills that'll be like to get this skill you need to have like enough points in red but right. you can still go really all in on like one or kind mm-hmm. of all it's not. so the the leveling up is actually really really fun i like that um, yeah, the, the crafting and stuff—not so much. And it's just like kind of messy looking, you know. It's trying to be like a little clean and Destiny-looking style, but it's just like I don't know—it's just a little messy to me. Mm. And, and and it's like I don't even want to bother with this, like, cause I'm fine, you know. Just in the game, the difficulty-wise, it's like, dude, I'll just find stuff, whatever. Um, but then a the combat encounter traditionally is, you know, enemies will flood in, and Someone, you know, say they bring up a blue shield in front of them. Blue will take that out. There's, like, Regenerator Medic characters that have, like, their own green shield. Swap to green. Blow that up. So you're, like, swapping your magic powers a lot. You know, big beasts will come, and they're, like, red eyes. So it's like, okay, go to red. They're charging me. Blast them. Yeah, I'm curious
3: like, how much do you see of, like, mm-hmm. other creatures versus a, just, like, other, like, just general, like, enemies or battle majors yeah. or whatever. There's a lot, like, the... Because I remember at Summer Game Fest, there was yeah. that whole, like, it was more of a set piece kind of thing, but, yeah. like, the dragon that flies down totally. and, like, grabs you and drops you from the top, to the sky or whatever.
2: Yeah, there's an okay amount of variety. Um, obviously, there's, there's like, never enough. You know, you could always use more enemy variety. But there is enough that it keeps it fresh. You know, different types of those battle mage soldier types. You know, a lot of, like, mini bosses that'll come in big brutes that like will just slam down on you and like some good wildlife too. Uh so it's an okay amount. Um but then there's also even so you have like your you have your three gauntlets. You have your whip. Whip thing. You have a a thing to you could you could throw it on them and it kind of like slows them down a little bit. Then you have like your super magic powers which want to. These are freaking awesome. Uh you have your mana bar. So um You have your health and mana bar. You have unlimited ammo, but not unlimited health or mana, obviously. You have health crystals that you pop to regain health. You can hold, like, three or four of those. And then you have your mana level, uh, and then you have to pop a mana crystal to replenish that. But the mana abilities are, like... One of them is, like, a... Like, a ground. You, like, do this, and, like, rocks come out of the ground. There's one that's, like, homing missiles will come out. So that stuff is really fun. Mm -hmm. There's one that, like... You, like, do this big red thing and, like, sh- send out this, like, shockwave blast that, like, takes people out. Nice. So that stuff is really fun. Um, and then you can, like, level up your, you know, you, you can find, like, mana capacity upgrades. Oh, okay. And cool. There's, like, chests scattered around. Okay. Uh, optional puzzles. and
0: So how is, like, this, is it stage-based and, like, there's optional paths to explore? How does it work?
2: So... You'll, like, get a mission or whatever. There's kind of, like, a hub area. And in between missions, you can freely go anywhere. So, like, I'll get a thing that'll be like, oh, maybe now I can go back to a place Metroidvania style, dude. It'll be like, oh, now I can go back and access Mm. this part. Or, you know, uh, there's a big thing about the uh, corruption. There's a lot of corruption in the world. And I got a thing later on where it's like, okay, the corruption was blocking the path. So I'm going to go, you know, remove that. So optional areas and stuff and
0: how are some, like the single player missions like they've shown off like this giant like mm-hmm.
2: statue thing walking around have yeah. they been cool pretty cool missions like some big set pieces you know um i don't want to get like too into that but yeah like i'd say the pace of it is good brad because it'll be like here's a really big mission and then some like smaller ones. Um they pair you up with characters. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have your companion characters. That stuff actually plays plays really well into the missions I really liked. Like being on a mission with, you know, this person versus this person. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, this person has mm-hmm. their own kind of feelings about everything that's going on and we're kind of doing the mission differently. So I really like that. Um like story-wise. That that's kind of like the because the story is like it, it's fine. And yeah. like I'm very easy going on that stuff. Again, I can really see people being turned off by the story. Not not like, oh, it's so bad, but just like, dude, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Not invested. Um but like going on those story missions no. with some people and like like that's that's the fun that was the fun stuff for me with cool with story wise and, and the missions as cool. well. Um
0: yeah. Uh Joseph Crusoe wrote in I believe Immortals of Avium is the first video game released besides Fortnite to use both the main graphical features of Unreal Engine 5. Nanite for high texture detail and Lumen, how do you say Lumen? for I think real it's Lumen, yeah. For real-time lighting. How visually impressive is the game? I understand that the console version uses F- FSR2 to upscale the images from 720p to 4K, Whoa. leading to plenty of visual artifacts. But I'm curious how it looks on PC if anyone has played that version with better upscaling methodology. And a modern GPU. Uh, I will be playing this on PC when I play it.
2: I've just been playing PS5 version. Um, For a triple I game, (laughs) it looks damn good. I mean, Mm -hmm. it looks really good. It's not like freaking Modern Warfare levels. Those games, you know, obviously, this is way less budget, but I really like. The visuals—it's really colorful. When magic is popping off, it looks so sick. Like so much shit is just like yeah. exploding, and this it's is one of those so games colorful. That have
3: so many uh, effects and particles yeah. and stuff that like
2: streaming nightmare. No probably YouTube video makes it <laughs> yeah. look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, become it becomes
3: just a, a just cluttered, <laughs> artifacted yeah. mess. Even worse on
1: Twitch then. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. yeah, yeah bad. <laughs> But But
2: um, I've heard the PC port is not good.
1: Oh no, I've heard
2: that. Mm. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine because they watch a lot of streams and they're like, yeah, one of uh, the streamer I watched was streaming it on PC and it was just like terribly broken. So then they got the PS5 version and started streaming that one instead. Damn,
3: that's not
0: good. So
2: that's the only thing I've heard about that. I have not done that firsthand, so I can't comment. That's just third-hand Speaking, knowledge. <laughs>
3: quote-unquote, triple That seems to be the trend, right? Like, yes, yeah. the
2: protocol had a lot of the same problems.
3: Yep. Yeah. It's like, well, got the PC version, okay, it, let me get back over to the console. Yeah, And
2: just, like, the last year or so, the PC ports, it's been a thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm nervous for Starfield because yeah, I'm going to be I'm playing on PC. Starfield.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Starfield, yeah, Starfield, I'm not as worried about that. You know, I mean, the, of course, the Bethesda jank, but, like, they have that experience. Plus they have that community that's just gonna like, Mm -hmm. like this, the inventory thing we talked about. There will be a mod in three days to fix the inventory.
0: Yeah, but I don't wanna have to use a a, mod. I know, I know, but that's that's the way. I know.
2: Um, I really like the environments in this game, especially the interiors. They're very cozy. Sweet. Reminds me of my old uh, Huber hype episode about just cozy little spots. When I was playing this game, I was like, this is get ready for a hype on this shit because I just mm-hmm. like there were, t- you know, there were times when I would just like sit there and be all cozy and I'd like it. Obviously, there's like janky NPCs that are just like sweeping lifelessly. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah, of, yeah, course, of course like Whatever, but like it happens. I liked the environments. Also, huge control issue in this game. One big fatal flaw. Thankfully, I always have enough mana. It's everywhere. It doesn't matter. But uh, to you, to pop a mana crystal, it's hold square. Also, hold square is like interact with shit. No. So I'm going up to interact with something and it's like pop a mana crystal. I'm oh like, yeah. I don't want to use that! Oh, no. you know, all, it's happened a hundred times. Oh, I'm not even a no. hundred times. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. One hundred times. That's a problem. Because like, even, you know, you'll, you'll want to interact with something in the environment like to open a door or something and like, I'll go right up to it and it won't trigger the square button right. yet. I'll be like, dude, like, so I'm like kind of like moving around <laughs> to like, get it to like, okay, there's the square, now I can push it. So that was that was a big
1: right. flaw of it.
0: Uh sounds like it's got some rough edges, but you're enjoying it. You're having a good yeah. time. Yeah, new
2: IP,
1: yeah. like nice, dude, the combat
2: nice. is really fun. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it's undeniably fun, you know. I think if anyone and it, like if you I think if anyone gets their hands on it and just starts blasting away with the gauntlet powers, like it's it's cool. Yeah. It's totally really cool. And it might go on sale yeah. pretty soon probably or sometime.
0: Yeah. So keep an eye out for it, I guess. Yeah. Alright, our final game, Sea of Stars, Bloodworth, Heck you've been yeah. playing this, I talked to you a little about this already, yep. the video's already out, but you've played more now.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not super far into we go it, again, uh, Goaty Watch. but uh, yeah, it's it's been really good, uh, there's a lot of things, you know, having, like, it's interesting because, like, yeah, you have that first conversation and then when you go back into the game, like, there's other, you know, then start, other stuff starts popping out at you. Um, but uh, if you're not familiar yet with this game, uh, this is you know kind of a you know in a style of like a classic Super NES JRPG. There's yep. a lot of influences you can pick up on there, from Chrono Trigger to Breath of Fire to Golden Sun, uh, and uh, you know Paper Mario s- stuff in there as well with the the interactive moves in combat. Uh, and it just, it all feels really solid, and it feels, you know, Heber, one of the things I, I told him was like, it just feels refreshing to get into, like, just like, a top-down 2D RPG in the midst of all these big, like, open-world 3D games nice. with, like, building out posts yeah. and everything. It's like a million systems just thrown at you in the moment, Kay. but at the same time, it's got the depth there, right? Like, the combat feels good, the combat feels like it's pushing me, like, characters are going down... And like, oh, crap, you know, like, I got to watch out, you know. And uh, one of the things that I didn't get in that video uh, that I remembered afterwards uh, talking to Brad is uh, the death mechanic is really interesting in this. Because you don't just, like, pop a phoenix down or something. So when one of your characters goes down, they're, like, the little, like, like Tweety Bird stars over their head. (laughs) And so for however many stars there are, that's how many turns you've got to, like, keep the party alive before they revive. And then they'll revive with half health.
2: So it's oh. more of like they're knocked out, not yeah, dead. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Got it. Right. Okay, and, interesting.
3: But then you like you get into those like panic moments where it's like, oh, I've got two guys down. I've just got to like stay alive
2: yeah. right Ooh. now through the yeah, rest yeah, of the your life. Changing your strats That's to like turtling.
1: Like, yeah, turtle strat
3: to like... Hell yeah. yeah.
0: Is there an item, though, you can use on them?
3: It's not yet. Okay. There may be some move or some not ability that somebody gets later on You know that can revive somebody. But right now, it's just like, okay, you've just got to you've just got to survive for now got it you know and uh i had one situation recently where yeah like i had a you know somebody went down the other people were really low but then i had my combo meter up good enough to where i could use the combo between uh zale he's the sun guy so there's like sun guy moon girl and then their buddy the cook garl who we know huber is gonna love we know is gonna yeah. love Garl. This
0: can be on the list for yeah.
3: goatees for sure. Yeah. Best companion there. Garl, Although he's yeah. Gav, everyone with the genie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at
1: that. <laughs> but but basically do.
3: the combo between Zael and Garl is so Zale can shoot these fireballs, and Garl uses this pot lid as his weapon. And so basically if you shoot the pot lid, then it like breaks up the fireball and like hits everything on screen.
2: That's fucking sick.
3: Yeah. So I had that combo pulled off, took out like four or five guys with that, and then it was like, okay, now we're, we can survive until Valerie wakes up. <laughs> um, so yeah, lots of cool little bits like that. There's a system there to, uh, I described this before, but just to kind of say, so like when enemies are casting spells, mm-hmm. these what they call locks up here above their heads. So they could be like two to four, probably even higher with bigger bosses different symbols pop up, and those relate to uh, slashing attacks, blunt attacks, uh, sun attacks, or moon attacks, and so you have to like hit each one of those locks, and then if you hit all, all of them, then you'll n- break that... Uh, oh, spell casting sick. sequence. Cool. And That's they cool. won't be able to pull off
2: that move. Like oh yeah, there's like, like a parry thing like that in Immortals of <laughs> Avium, I forgot to say. Yeah. <laughs> you like you have this device and they when they flash, yeah. you can like blast them and they're like, cool. it's really cool.
3: Yeah, but you can <laughs> see also a number. So you can see how many turns you have to break all of those cool. blocks And so you sick. can tell based on like what you know, what your party members have got going on and like how much MP you have is like, okay, do am I going to be even be able to do that? With the amount of time that I have, or mm-hmm. do I need to just like focus on one of the simpler ones? This guy is gonna like summon some ads or whatever. So there's a lot Sick. of little Good strategies strategy. and stuff to play mm-hmm. there. Uh, also, like anytime that you attack an enemy, like you regain MP. Um, so there's mm-hmm. always there's always that back and forth to where it's like things don't take a lot of MP to cast, but you always need to like keep in mind that like okay, I might need. MP to pull off a moon spell or whatever, Um, and so just kind of like figuring out where the balance is through all of this stuff. Um, The art style is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's one of the things where it's like a lot of people talking about being like, like the kind of the dream version of one of these games because I think in modern times it's like, you know, even though it's sort of like gets that aesthetic Mm -hmm. of a 16-bit game or whatever, there is a lot here that they're able to do that you just would, like the limitations would right, stop you from doing. And like one of those things is just like uh, like the lighting and the effects that they pull off, like, like a lot of long shadows and stuff coming out from light sources like campfires and all of that. Uh, when you go over water, like you can see like the reflections in the water and that kind of thing when you're walking through those kinds of areas. Mm-hmm. When you go behind like a crystal or a waterfall, there'll be like this crazy, like distorted effect of your sprites, uh, and then just like, just the the number of, like even though I'm just a few hours in, just the number of unique characters that you come across, oh, okay. who aren't just like you know sprite 45 again. Mm-hmm. You is know. there voice acting or no? No, no voice acting. Okay. No voice acting in this. Uh, so that is one of the downsides for sure. Uh, but the music has been really great. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about yeah. that because yeah. last so time far, I yeah. talked
0: to you, you said it was like fun, pretty good. Yeah, it's so
3: been picking up more. So. Yeah, it's been picking up more. I think like particularly like some of those those battle themes and the and the boss fight themes have been really good. Um, and then and I think it, it partly too. It's just like the areas that I've been in. Yeah, you know, like this waterfall areas like more serene. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But yeah, you, yeah. It all has been pretty nice. Uh. And then the level design. I really am digging okay. because there are all, there's a lot of kind of like verticality in terms of like layers and stuff. And so it's like, and, and what's nice is they give you the tools to work with that. So you can clamber up ledges or drop off of ledges and stuff like that. So if you like see something down below, it might take you some time to figure out how to get to that chest or whatever, but it doesn't feel like a lot of busy work because you are able to... To scramble up to these higher areas fairly easily, and I think they've got they've figured out the movement speed, which I think like a lot of times in older RPGs or whatever, it feels like your characters are moving kind of slow, and you want to sprint or whatever. Whereas in this, it just feels like you're pretty nimble moving through spaces. But there's like a lot of side paths to to figure out, like what the waterfall area. It's like Okay, you jump off a waterfall, but then there'd be a geyser that get you up to some place that's not quite where you were. It's sort of in between. So if you explore around here, you'll find, like, another recipe, or you'll find, like, another, like, dual tech, or whatever, uh, and, or even, like, just, like, a, a standard weapon. And so, like, yeah, a lot of those rewards, like, feel worth it. Hmm. Um, and uh, even in the town, like, I got to this port town with the pirates, where you meet the pirates, and there's lots of little back alleys and things like that, okay. you know, where it's like you if you find your way up to this place and you walk around behind the building and then you go in, it's like, oh, there's a treasure chest there mm-hmm. uh, Damiani this has got to be a Link's Awakening nod. Oh. conch shells. are oh, collecting conch shells secret shells. I don't know huh? why yet I haven't found the person that takes the conch shells, but there's the little rainbow conch shells all over
2: the place That's the economy.
1: Yeah, oh or, yeah, that, or like, like economy but also like towns. I know in the demo you mm-hmm. had like a town but some of it was closed off. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Have you come across like a proper village or town yet? And like, I'd say in the port town, but yeah. it's also in like a mole town, like a miners town Ooh. before this. Like um, yeah, like how are the shops? Like are there any like kinda like side quest system in this? Like there, uh, or no? It's ye- pretty straightforward.
3: They haven't been like go do a thing out here, but there have been little things to where it's like um the the miners town the mole town in particular um you know one of the things that had happened was there was this guy that had gone in and had uh, so it was like there were these caves where the wind is blowing through the caves these ancients ancient mole people had made this system for the wind to blow through the caves because then the cave system acted like a natural instrument oh and it put this giant dragon to sleep so the sound sure. of the wind going through these caves is keeping this dragon asleep, and you like see him on the Overworld map, It's freaking huge. Um, and then this this guy has kind of blocked up the caves, and so like one of your first missions is to go and like clear the caves out again, so the dragon doesn't wake up. Uh, and there's a really cool story, and I don't want to like spoil like where the conclusion goes with this character. Um, but anyways, while you're exploring the, the system you get uh, your first kind of, like, elemental power where you can, like, make these wind gusts. Okay. Um, I guess it's not your first, really, since you have your moon and sun stuff. But anyways, but you you can, like, solve puzzles with these wind gusts where, like, you can blow blocks around, and, like, you do these kind of, like, block puzzles where you have to, like, shift things on paths and get them into the right places and stuff. Or you can, like, blow wind gusts to, like, make these little windmills activate and open up things. And so... Like I said, like I wouldn't necessarily consider it a side quest, but like when you s- get to the town before that dungeon, there are these guys like, oh yeah, because of whoever's antics, then like the water stopped running, and so once you get the bracelet, you can go into uh, like a cave behind where the water comes out, and there's a dude that is like sleeping in there, <laughs> and there's one of those little windmill things, and so now you can like open up the windmill thing and you get the water
1: running and then the guy gives you probably one of those conch shells or something like that it's, right. as a reward. So. so that sounds cool. Yeah, so the, the puzzle's been holding up cuz I know the the demo version's like had some of those like dungeon environments with those puzzles with like one of the crystals. Yeah, so. yeah, so I just got to that dungeon in yeah. the full game. Yeah. But those when the wind part like sounded like it was like pretty good puzzles or
3: Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like you see the you know, you you can see these blocks and stuff ahead of time. And you're not sure what to do with them, and then you know once you get the bracelet, then it's like okay, it's like I remember that part earlier in the level. Let me go over there, and then sure enough, like you know, there's like a sequence where you drop things like from one room down to another and, ah, and get like a that. chest or something in there that's optional. Multi-room yeah.
1: puzzles always good. Uh, any kind of mini games you come across so far? Yes. Oh, Huber, I think you're gonna be into this.
2: Uh, in why are there so many video games?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so. In the tavern, Garl, <laughs> Garl's dream is to, like, see a tavern, right? Because you, you grew up in this, like, little isolated town. And then you get, to, you get to the port town. You're trying to get a ship. You meet the pirates, and they're like, come meet us in the tavern. And he's like, there's a tavern? And so he runs off without you to go to the ca- to tavern and go talk to the cook and learn cooking <laughs> stuff. Oh, um, but it's called the Humble Boast. Nice. Uh, and so like literally you go in there and you talk to people and they're all telling these t- tall tales about themselves. That's fine. Uh, but after you accept the quest from the pirates, um, they give you um, this little reel and then like two figurines and there's a, yeah, there's this mini game called Wheels, uh, and it's like this kind of clockwork board game. And so you've got like two figurines on your side, and then the other, and then your opponent has two figurines on them side their side, and there's like a crown in the middle that you're trying to damage. Um, or and yeah, then, that's
2: what I'm thinking, Damiani. Yeah.
3: And so there's like basically like a slot machine kind of thing. Dude, so you pull stop. the slot machine. Stop. And, stop. and there'll be like <laughs> orange symbols that apply to your character on the left and then blue symbols that apply to your character on the right. And then there'll be these hammers that um, will um, create a wall to defend your crown. And so when you pull then you'll have, you know, like, you have, like, five different wheels. Then you can, like, lock in the wheels, and then you pull again. And so you're trying to match God, up gotta for gotta whatever gotta. one of That's those funny. things that you want. And okay. so – and then if there's, like, a blue background on one of those colors, that'll give XP to your figurine. So then
2: – You you level up your figurines? You're, like, you're, there's a meta to it? or like, Yeah,
3: in the within the match. Oh, within the match. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not, like, long-term, okay. but within like, the Yoda match. Like Dota style. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so – and so basically you're just trying to take down the other side's crown before they take down yours. Is it always two on two? Yours.
2: Two figures? If two yeah, because there's
3: just two slots.
2: Can you get different?
3: Yes. yes. So when you go up to the guy, there's a casual yes. match, and then there's a champion's match. And if you beat him in the champion's match, then—so you start with a mage and a knight. Yeah. If When you beat that first guy, you then get an archer. Fuck. Oh. So and oh. Then so each one has— Or con Or dude? Yeah, each one has their different wow. things. So the knight will just like attack head-on, ground level— but then the archer can go over certain heights of walls. And then the mage, they shoot out two fireballs. So they'll shoot one that's ground level and then one's the one that'll go right over the wall. Amazing. Yeah. So it's a great little great oh, yeah. moment again.
2: In yeah. all in.
3: Yeah. Damn.
0: Sounds sick. Add it to the goatee list, Add I it guess. To the God. List. Yeah. <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> Stop.
3: Uh, anything else, Bloodworth? Yeah, I don't know, because we had the other video and yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's just, been, it's just been a good time. Like I said, it's been great feeling to explore the world. Uh, the characters that you come across have been really good. The music and art have been really good. And the, like I said, the combat feels, feels yeah. challenging. There are, similar to uh, Final Fantasy 16, there are relics. You start out with a couple, and then you can buy others at the shop. And so those can be, like, assists things Mm. to where, like, so, like, with the timing ones, it's, like, you know, you'll have a chance of just, like, automatically getting the defensive, you know, timing block or, you know, or or reduce how much you have to um, do the offensive timing or simply just making things easier or, like, making it so that, like, you refill health after every battle, stuff like that. But I've also, I came across a secret merchant Ooh, that also sells relics that make it harder. That make oh, it so that you cool. take more damage That's fun. in combat. Do you get more XP if you equip and, that? Uh, I don't know. I
2: Probably that. not. I always but, equip yeah. that shit. But make yeah. it harder, give me more XP. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: it's like Tales games. So cool. yeah, good stuff. All right. Sick. It is time for some emails. If you would like to send an email to this show or the Easy Allies podcast or reaction shots or Fast and Loose, Fast and Loose is only a dollar, I think. But uh, join $5 Fast and Loose is $5. Everything's $5 up. Yeah. Join us on patreon.com for just five bucks. Get early access to this show, Easy Allies podcast, other good stuff. We'd appreciate it. All right. First question is from The Champ. What's up with 2023? (laughs) There are so many good games out or coming out soon, not to mention the major updates to existing games. Looking at you, Guilty Gear. Now, I already have MK1, Like a Dragon, and Spider-Man pre-ordered. I also have PlayStation Plus Premium. If each ally had to pick only two games to purchase between now and December, what would be your recommendation? Excluding excluding the games I already have pre-ordered, and you can choose the same games. Besides, I'm torn between Baldur's Gate 3, Lies of P, Armored Core, Mario, Alan Wake, and who knows what else I'm forgetting. I play anything besides sports games and service games, games with multiple battle passes, slash seasons in a year. I'm so close to pulling the trigger on Armored Core, but time isn't on my side. Definitely
2: Alan Wake 2, dude. That is going to be special.
1: I haven't played it. And only two?
2: I haven't played it, but Man. I am so confident in Alan Wake 2 mm. being one of the best games of the year. Remedy doesn't miss.
1: Yeah. I, as I said, like Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Wonder. Like, Spider-Man 2 is a lock. Mm. Like feel like locks, but the two ones, the two other ones, if I, if those were excluded and could sneak in other locks, would probably be like Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you haven't played that. You just try and play it. It's coming out at the end of all this madness, so maybe you'll have some time. It's a great game. Um, and uh, starch, Starchin. Uh, oh, two. Second Departure R. Like, right. Yes. Ready. Uh, sorry, Second. Second. What is it called again? Second something R. Because First Departure, it's Second Story, Second Evolution R. I can't remember. Uh,
3: I think it's just a Second Story R. Second Story. Second yeah.
1: Story. Yes. that's Hopefully. Yeah. Can't wait to play that because they put so much work into it, and it's generally regarded as the, the best one in the series. So. Mm-hmm. I think they did a pretty good job with First Departure R. So yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. Spider Man is going to be really dude. good. Spider Man going without insane. question. It's going to be a very good game. Um, I'm actually really curious about Starfield. Yeah, I <laughs> hope I like it. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine, but like, I'm, I'm more curious about that. I'm, I am also Hubert confident in Alan Wake 2. I feel very confident about that game for some S- reason. And I think the fact that Optimizing they just made the it, fog. Yeah, it's and I think the incredible. fact that they just made survival horror more yeah, now I mean, is mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're speaking to yeah, us. Yes, yeah. we like survival horror here, so yeah.
2: Too more wonder, though, too, dude. That yeah. like, just feels, last, like, delightful. The last Remedy game, Control, was a fucking goatee. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. lot of places. Yeah, yeah, it was. It so was. It was.
3: Yeah. yeah um, I mean, from this point, since I've already, you know, since... Baldur's Gate Three is already out. That doesn't count. even yeah. though I haven't gotten to it. So yeah. Um, but uh, uh, and I'm already playing Starfield. So I'd say uh, cocoon.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: cocoon. Oh yeah.
3: And Super Mario Brothers Wonder probably. Cool. Nice. Yeah, would be the two that make the make the cut. It yeah.
2: is impossible to go wrong with Mario. Like, yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed fun and delight.
3: Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, that game looks crazy.
0: Yeah. All right. This is from Craigy B. Is this the longest generation transition? Hi allies, I have been a patron since day one, but this is my first time writing in. I've been thinking about the transition over a new gen and how we are almost three years into the current life cycle and and yet, still almost all games that get released are are still cross-gen, so I have three questions. One, why do you think this is? Is it strictly down to COVID, or the chip shortages making it hard for a lot of people to make the jump? Or is it maybe because of the, the massive success of last-gen developers? Uh, developers being too scared to miss out on a huge install base. Uh, let's answer that first question, though. What do we think about that? I've seen a lot of, yeah.
2: like at uh, the game uh, Gamescom, a lot of that stuff just said, you know, PS5, not PS4. It's starting to go it's away now. It's starting to yeah, go yeah. away. But, I, but then you have like Jedi Survivor coming out mm-hmm. on, you know, they had the current gen and yeah. they're doing last gen yeah, now. Yeah, they did that with Harry Potter. It came out way later. Yeah, I mean, Harry I, I think,
3: yeah, I mean, all of that stuff I think is is definitely yeah. a factor. Uh, but I think the, the biggest difference uh, is just we have gotten to a point now where. The architecture is more similar than it's ever been mm-hmm. between generations. Like if you think about like the Super Nintendo versus the PlayStation, like these are wildly different machines, mm-hmm. right? Like it doesn't make sense for the generation to be a cross-gen. If you look at like the PS2 to the PS3, it's like you're moving to HD. It hugely different things,
0: especially if on PlayStation, you yeah. own to cell processor. And, and then when
3: that. you look at the, even the last gen, it's like you, the PS3 was this weird Frankenstein's monster yep. versus the PS4. So it's like now, it's like this is the first generation towards like, well, the PS4 and the PS5 are kind of architecturally the same thing in a lot of ways, just better mm-hmm. and with newer features and stuff. But like, in terms of like making the games and programming, like making that cross-gen isn't Cross. as difficult as it was before, especially mm-hmm. now with like, how a lot of workflows are already like, well, we gotta figure out, like, can we do a Switch version, a PC version? Like, mm-hmm. Multi-platform development has just gotten, like, it, it's just been accounted for a lot more. Yeah.
2: Billions of dollars are on the table, Bloodworth. Yeah. Will Grand Theft Auto 6 also be on PS4? I'm gonna say no.
3: I'm gonna say by the time it comes out, no. I don't think it will be.
0: Yeah, I think they're too ambitious for that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Their second question. Do you think this is holding back the new gen as we so rarely get to see the true power of PS5 slash Xbox Series X because... Games have to be able to run on older hardware, although we have had some notable exceptions with Horizon Forbidden West DLC being a PS5 exclusive and also the recent situation with Baldur's Gate 3 not coming to Xbox. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is just the install base is so huge yeah. and bloody, you were saying like, kind of easier for them probably to port stuff down right now than it has been in the past, so like, I mean, look at God of War Ragnarok. It's Mm -hmm. like probably sold a lot on PlayStation 4 yeah. oh, a lot dude yeah. so I understand I wish it didn't go on this long as someone who has Same. a PS5 I definitely wish it was
2: the selfishness of me yeah, yeah I want, exactly uh, the yeah, yeah. current yeah, yeah. But this yeah. Is I'm unprecedented gonna, if I'm gonna times. buy in you know expensive games like, yeah. let me let me get the most of it
0: and in terms of holding stuff back I think it does to an extent always no matter what like when you have to like keep in like older hardware in mind always when you're making something because like I think the more like exclusive things will be more technically impressive often mm-hmm. thinking like Ratchet and Clank on PS5 Yeah, how crazy that game is. Yeah, like Spider-Man on PS5 is gonna be pretty insane too. Yeah. So yeah I do think it can hold it back For Sure. And three is this a, the longest transition we've had where three years and still the norm to have both last and new-gen versions of almost every title I would Where's my mouse? Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Keep up the great work. Love and respect. Craigie B from the UK. Um hmm. I would say this is probably one of the longest transitions we've had in yeah. gaming. Like I can't recall, like I know like NES games came out still and stuff like that. And games still come out when newer hardware comes out. But... yeah,
3: PS2 stuff, they're still coming out forever. But yeah. Again, the difference is it's just that. Well, yeah, that they, cross-platform. Maybe the Wii. Yes, yeah.
0: May, uh, rare exception with like Just Dance or something like that, <laughs> right. that came out forever. Yeah. But in general, yes, it definitely feels like the longest. Yeah. Oh. All right. From Matt Hastings. Hey, allies. I was in the Navy from 2004 to 2010. One of my favorite game franchises during this time was Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect offline game to go play during a six-month deployment. I still remember the feeling of finally being Raining Blood by Slayer on the hardest difficulty. Now for my recent qu- for my question. How long until Activision cra- cashes in on nostalgia and re-releases Guitar Hero Collection? I don't even care what my wife says. I'm getting another plastic <laughs> guitar. Bonus question. Is there something you're nostalgic for from more recent gaming history that you'd like to see come back? Thanks for being rad. Thanks, Matt. Uh, it's, it's time, right? Activision Cash. I feel like they was tried to re.
1: When was the revival?
3: It was Band Hero. Was that it? Well, no, they had no. That was during the midst of all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you no, know, Guitar Hero Live. Was yeah,
2: that one. was yeah. it. Yeah. Right, trying to get some subscription shit. Yeah. dude. Uh, that's
0: a good question though about like a collection. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I think.
3: Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, are like the weird modern. Twitch era just makes the whole proposition so much harder because it's like, yeah, it, does, it does feel like Great point. <laughs> a lot of the stuff, it, it, the taste and stuff are kind of dictated by what people are streaming in a lot of ways. And you just can't.
1: Mm-hmm. How does you just, just do it? You just then? can't. How does just do they have, it? Do you have people streaming? Like, they have people who compete and stuff. I don't know if they're the biggest streamers, but every time there's, like, a Ubisoft press event, they talk about, like, here are influencers who are playing it, and they have, like, video content. So, I don't know. Maybe – I don't know. Maybe it's not – maybe they're not real, or maybe, you know, it's part of the marketing (laughs) thing. But even still, I think it's got to be a little bit – you're right, though. I think it's a difficulty. So, it's something that – be for your, your you play on your own on your own time but that kind of like kills some of like the the hype potential behind hey everyone's sharing it like where do we share it now on twitch it's like oh you can't really play get the new guitar here on on twitch because you're gonna get nuked from orbit with all those songs on there also yeah getting those collections would they be able to get every song back i mean like yeah you, the cost you, you like you yeah put out it a sucks. port of those games I yeah.
2: love the 80s one that was so fun yeah man. the 80s one was yeah. sick
1: uh, yeah there's some like deals where like the, the, the owner doesn't want that music on there again like so it'd be like prohibited like that's seems like it'd just always be best to go forward and just make like a new one with new, newer songs like newer licenses and, and like maybe a few classic tracks and just do that way mm-hmm. I don't know for me like yeah. I wasn't as high on the Guitar Hero and uh, Rock Band stuff but feels like a, a classic collection seems like not the way to go for that in my opinion well
3: and I do think like like you're saying with Just Dance like I think that the stuff is still going on you know like in the behind the scenes communities that we just you know the people that aren't into that stuff just aren't aware of like I think like rock band on some level is still functioning you Mm -hmm. know like still still have access to
1: songs (laughs) online (laughs) yeah Yeah. same (laughs) like all the beat mania DDR like that stuff still like yeah.
0: yeah Uh, Blood you brought up just dance. I remember your review of game trailers. I just remember it ending with saying just dance just sucks
3: or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, that, that. <laughs> that was some like some weird uh-huh. invisible walls bed yeah. or something that yeah. yeah, we yeah, had yeah. to oh do. Oh my yeah. god.
0: Man, that was funny.
3: <laughs> oh that was yeah, it was like a, it was like a episode like one hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember it. Uh, I guess with Guitar Hero, just real quick, is I feel like people just don't want a plastic guitar as How much anymore. That exact like same the, thing, Brad. It's not as much of a novelty that people are into right mm-hmm. now. Maybe in like ten years or something, I could see people like coming right. around because everything comes back. Yeah, like style. right
3: now, like the equivalent is Beat Saber.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like everyone's everyone's in doing VR stuff like beat that. Saber's it's tracks. also kind of. Do you guys agree or disagree? Um, I feel like when Guitar Hero came out, it was like harder to listen to to that music. Like obviously we had like Napster and like streaming still but like now oh, yeah. Spotify and yeah, everything is so the, prolific. Yeah. Like you can just listen to any song anytime anywhere mm-hmm. anything you want whereas like Guitario like felt kind of special cuz it was like oh these songs like oh let's play these like mm-hmm. now so, it's yeah. just like you hear sure. that shit like everywhere exactly. all the time.
1: Yeah, we weren't in that place yet. If like, you're yeah. like bootleg uploads to YouTube or like yeah. most people were getting that stuff if you weren't paying legitimately. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah.
0: For sure. Alright, this is from Philip Skies. Hey, allies. I recently completed Resident Evil 4 Remake. Of course, I absolutely loved it and played through it multiple times to get all the achievements. However, I feel that everything I love about RE4 Remake was also present in the original game. RE4 nice is parry. officially one of the greats. So I shouldn't be too surprised that the remake couldn't dr- uh, drastically improve the experience for me. But I still feel as a little disappointed that RE4 Remake is essentially the same game as the original, except with better graphics and limited knife durability, as opposed to, as opposed to an almost completely new game inspired by the, original, the originals like RE2 and RE3 remake, RE3 remake were. How do you all like your remakes? Do you like them to stick to hard originals, or do you go wild and do their own thing? Love and
1: respect Phil, PS Code Veronica Remake win. Oh. Veronica remake funny. Uh, 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 for first time in like 10 days, logged into 14 last night just yeah. to like check something, so it was a re- reset week. Yeah, and someone in the shout chat was like, Dude, love your name. When's a Code Veronica remake? And I looked there, someone's name was Code Veronica. Sick, <laughs> so dude. I thought of you, was like, dude, yeah. like, Is that, is that, is that a huge humor <laughs> playing amazing. right now? I was like, What? <laughs> that's amazing. I was logged in just to see that. I was like, All right, that's cool. Yeah,
2: I uh, like both types of remakes. Yeah. Um, you know, I think of like Demon Souls, like how crazy yeah. that was because it fucking felt so sick. It was crazy. It was the weirdest. And that's the weirdest game I've ever played, the remake of that. Because it was like, <laughs> it was like. So it was, similar? It was like, this is the exact same thing, but like 10 times better, but it's also the exact same thing, but it's not. It was so bizarre, like, like weird, weird. So like, I like when it's like one for one, but then I also like, like, you know, Remake 2 is like. One of my favorites of all time because it's like the spirit of the game is like identical, but yeah. it still felt yeah, like I, pretty it, different.
3: I uh, I think, yeah, I think two is one that I'm very very mixed on because I I feel and three is sort of the same thing, right? Where it's like okay, this is a remake. It kind of has a lot of the same vibes, but it's it's leaving stuff on the table. Mm-hmm. It you know, and so it still feels like in some ways your original game has you know more in a way. You know, there's there's stuff that they didn't bring across. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah. yeah, like, I like, you know, I like when something like Demon Souls is like, okay, this feels... Or Dead Space, right? Like, it feels yeah. like I'm playing the same game again. Yeah. But... It's all Great, fresh on and Space. shiny, and yeah, man, totally. Yeah. Dead, Dead Space
2: added like just enough new shit. Took stuff from the sequels and put it in yeah. like retroactively. It was like, oh, now we can, you know, now like floating around is way better. It's Metro not Red like the
3: thing. Yeah. I had to look at side by side to like see, like, <laughs> oh, that's sick. You know, it's like this is actually way better, but it just feels like I'm playing the same thing. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Like RE4, yeah, included it much more to try and have as much content as they yeah. could. But like. I feel like the the playthrough experience. Obviously, there's familiar stuff. They they remade some parts one to one, but like not only in that on that element, they even like played with your expectations. Do you remember like the whole sniper first sequence where you could get the sniper rifle? where you yeah. going in reverse this time to the, like completely different sections to changing up the gameplay where like, yes, there's still like melee Mm -hmm. moves, but like it's not executed the same way. You can't just shoot the kneecap. Like biggest thing, you were like laughing when I tried that. You're like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And even knife durability, you can't even if you want, you can just sit there and just knife people. It's like, It it changed it enough that it's like this is not the same to me. Yeah, totally. it was like
0: a remix almost. Yeah, not like 100% so it was like yeah, too. it was
1: like it, yeah, it was like I like, like it more than the original. Yeah, it was yeah, like me it's too. like forty percent, like thirty to forty percent of it is like the like original areas are like preserved somehow. Thirty to forty percent of it is like remix of it, and like twenty percent of it is like outright new stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like that wasn't even in the first game. What is this? Like that's kind of cool.
0: And I think four probably had a lot more stuff you are familiar with because it's Resident Evil four mm-hmm. and people like. Like love that game, and like yeah. if they change stuff too much,
1: people will get pissed off. Probably, sure, yeah, that's true. They can't go too far, but like a good example is just like the lake. Adding all that extra stuff in yeah. the lake, but like, great, making it like it's like a hub environment. That's, that's not sick. what it was. It was so linear before. Now it's like you can travel different spots, and they will connect back around. And I'm so like, whoa, cool. this is like. Yo, like... Optional treasure
2: hunt area. Yeah, exactly. I was like,
1: like, this is pretty cool. Like, they they, they definitely improved a lot of parts of this game by adding a new content built around the familiar Mm -hmm. parts.
2: Even the um, boss fight and the burning barn,
1: you know, and you, like, jump down. Mendez, dude, jumping down with the knife. Like, that was sick. Yeah, no more of my dumb, uh, kite him around. (laughs) hit him a few times. Go up, because it's, like, it's only one spot. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, you can go up, but, like, he comes up, and it's, like, it's very Uh, open. And, like, the second part of it, with him swinging around, like, it's so different. Because the first, the original version, the second part was kind of, like, just a nuisance. It's, like, it's the same thing. He's just swinging around. And And now it's, like, he's tossing barrels. He gets up closer. There's, like, a melee thing where you gotta, like, dodge him and stuff. I was like, this is, yo, they, they, they and especially Salazar. Salazar, dude. like just completely redoing that fight. Love so that it's yeah, not a torso boss anymore. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: In terms of preference, I don't have a preference on remakes, like mm-hmm. what I want them to be. Same. I think they all could be good just how they approach it. Yeah. Like Demon Souls, like Demon Souls is very similar to original game, but like yeah. movement is way different stuff Yeah, stuff like that. But it's like great. Dead Space, great example yeah. of something that's very familiar, but there's some new stuff in there too.
2: Shout out to the Flame... Enchant haptics on demon Souls. Oh yeah. Just like the, the sword up. The, oh man, the controller felt so cool. You can feel it just like mm-hmm. oh, so cool. First party. Yeah, it was exhausted. Oh, First cool. party stuff now, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Uh that's gonna do it. That's it. we we are complete. Another episode in the can. Good work, everybody. Ten more
2: games you need to play. Ten more <laughs> games you need to play. We're gonna
0: be drowning in games <laughs> as always. We will do our best. <laughs> But uh, we will see you all uh, next time. Thanks for watching, everybody. Take care.